7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Happy Friday, all y'all. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and I am happy to report I'm almost 100% over my multiple maladies I've been encountering the last couple weeks. So uh, I'm all rare and raring to go on tonight's program. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, owner-operator of the Clown Car, also f- featured on the Tim Carmel Show. I can't wait to see what the Clown Car is going to be like this this Sunday. Oh, we're going to cover uh, Cottonmouth Syndrome. So, well, Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you'll be talking about... Uh, United States. Yeah, that. So. Yeah, and Google Church. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a you know a, a prerequisite when discussing uh, such things. You Go know. do a Google search. Yes, on um, <laughs> on on the stage. Shesh. Shesh. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Rain is at a party tonight. But uh, I was uh, able to get a wonderful fill in from Southern Progressive Revival from Lake of the Ozarks, Montana. The one. Uh, wait. Missouri. Missouri. I screwed that up. Janet Lee (laughs) from Southern Progressive Revival is here. Hello. Hi. Thank you for asking me. No problem. It's been a while since uh, you you, uh, helped us out on the show. And I thought, um, hey, you you were my first uh, go-to this time around. And I was glad you were able to join us for the hour. Well, thank you. Me too. No problem. No problem. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm. There's, uh, you know, uh, uh, definitely a lot of uh, news going on. Uh, but uh, actually, today, um, today is National Brownie Day. I had a brownie today, everyone, which was quite delicious from a local bakery called Bloom. Uh, in it, and they said it has pecans in it. Is that okay? And I said, Yeah, it's <laughs> so okay. Um, I do not have a nut allergy, thank goodness. Although my luck, uh, the past couple of weeks, I might develop one. Um, but, <laughs> but Janet, you 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 mentioned uh, today is also a, another interesting uh, day. Yes, it really is. It's you are supposed to act like a time traveler today. Choose your period and decide whether you are traveling to the past or the future. Be overly shocked when someone says. I'd kill for a double mocha latte right now. Or that car is the bomb. Misuse technology. When someone offers you earbuds to listen to a new song, sniff them to see if they smell good. Yeah. Just pretend to be a time traveler to share on your social media. There you go. So uh, everybody hop in your time machine. I myself choose to be a time traveler in the future, and I'm also 
a uh, prison guard at the Supermax facility that houses the entire Trump administration. Oh, oh cool, <laughs> man. That would be a good one. Yes. That's cool, man. Yes, I am, from the, I am from the future when, uh, when orange jumpsuits are officially renamed Trump suits, everyone. So... Uh, oh, I like there that. I, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, well, this kind of has to do with crime. I was thinking about the Jack the Ripper time frame and going yeah. back and seeing if I could figure out who he was. <laughs> Janet by Ooh. Gaslight. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I dig it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Joe, what, are, are you, you said groovy, man. Are you going back to the 60s? Far out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Just, you know, cool. just, if, if you go to Woodstock, just remember uh-huh. there's one rule, Joe, and you, you don't want to, you don't want to take that, uh, that one thing. The br- it's just bad the, the, acid. It's manufactured poorly. Yes. So. Yes. The brown, the brown acid is no good. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, now I accidentally wiped up my, uh, Google. Go do a Google search. I got it back now. Uh, but yeah, so um, I'm sure Donald Trump probably wishes he had the power of time travel to go back. And, oh, um, d- you know, I have a theory as to what happened to Donald Trump when he was giving his Israel speech the other day, is that I hmm. think he had a tube of Preparation H right next to <laughs> his polydent and um, or polygrip, super polygrip. And, you know understandably i could see how he would be mixed up on which orifice to put either one of those in so you know uh, you know i think that's what happened and you know he uh uh the prep h was uh spitting his dentures out for him but yeah so if anybody doesn't know <laughs> if anybody and there was some some there was if you saw the close-up of his mouth in this speech god damn it it was disgusting uh, it was it, seriously what uh, you that's know. one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Yes, thank you, President Obama, um, our last human president, of course. Who uh, you know, even if he had dentures, he probably would have made sure they were put in place. And I don't want to shame anybody for having dentures; it's a very common thing, you know. It, it, no. But when you are, I guess, a billionaire. I don't know. We haven't seen the taxes yet. <laughs> so he says. That's right. Yeah, I haven't seen any write-offs for dental work. Um, um, it, it, <laughs> if you're a billionaire, don't you think you would have a dentures that don't fall out of your mouth when you're giving a short speech? <laughs> and <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, if if I was setting off a war in the Middle East like he was that day, um, I would make sure that my dentures were fixed. Yeah, yeah, little, you know, so, fix a dent. So, yes. <laughs> but again, I You'd think it was just those kiwi seeds under yeah. there. You know, I think it was a, a simple, a simple mix-up though between the tube of Prep H and uh, fix a dent. Um, but, see, uh, he just likes McDonald. It can't be kiwi because that's fruit. He only likes McDonald's yeah. and Dickie D's and the chicken fried KFC. KFC. Don't they have sesame seed buns? Might have made a sesame seed there, and there you a, go. A sesame seed. A sesame seed. A sesame seed. United States. Did he say untidy shards? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. um, um, Could have been anything. 
So here we go. This is this is a, a bit. You you start to hear some real problems early on, <laughs> early on in the speech by Israel. <laughs> so uh, I didn't put the whole thing down. I just kind of got like the last minute of it. So uh, here here you go, everybody. Listen, see if follow along and see if you can find the the problems. Vice President Pence will travel to the region in the coming days to reaffirm our commitment to work with partners throughout the Middle East to defeat radicalism that threatens the hopes and dreams. (laughs) Let us rededicate ourselves to a path of mutual understanding and respect. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious, <laughs> Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God Here bless comes. Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I had not listened to this before. Oh my oh. god! Yeah. So, so uh, again, one one more time. Uh, god bless the United States. Yeah. Uh, you could. You, you heard. You know, I, I should have clipped that the the one. I forget the, the what the line was, but there was one that was real bad. But this one was was where you could tell things were really going down the shitter. Political and religious. Political and religious. <laughs> there was a famous guy that used to do a drunk on uh oh i forget where it was ja- oh, jackie oh. gleason or something <laughs> but it was he sounded just like him yeah uh, my i'm your drunk uncle <laughs> i think yeah. he would have sounded better if he had just taken the dang things out are you talking about i don't Fos- think it was dentures Foster I, Brooks? I think it was a stroke it could have been I really a, a stroke um, yeah. Do you think? Are you talking about Foster Foster Brooks? Foster Brooks, that's the guy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Foster Brooks. Great. Well, funny. Foster Brooks. Funny you mentioned that because I decided to give him the drunk treatment with the uh, the pitching down and slowing down. Uh, so so here, this is what that sounds like. <laughs> Finally, I asked the leaders of the region, <laughs> political and religious. Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. Either I don't know. <laughs> Drugs, alcohol. <laughs> well, that was that was a little Kenny Peck special there. He didn't, you know, that that was slowed way down. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, 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 again, I, I think what Cat and Joe are saying, this could very well be. This is a man who does not take care. He's seventy-one years old. And he eats worse than like my, you know, my six and ten year old nephews, you know. 
I mean, at least they'll eat yogurt, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, this is a guy who every time we see him eating, I mean, we've got Donnie two scoops, you know, that's the one. We've got him giving the thumbs up, eating the the taco bowl. We've got him, uh, you know, with KFC on, uh, you know, on on the Trump Express and eating McDonald's and saying fast food is great because you know what's in it. He said something yeah. like that. I'm paraphrasing, but he said that a while ago. He's like, fast food is great because you always know what's. Uh, really? Yeah, I remember that. Oh my god. So, uh, so yeah, so this could very well be a, a little a, a mini stroke, um, <laughs> you know. And and it, it, if if that is the case, I mean, and there was another thing too. Uh, I shared this with Joe and Rain the other day. There was a, a comparison um, in his signature from the day before the speech and the day of the speech, and it was all fucked up the day of the speech. So he was having some kind of some kind of problems. Mm-hmm. So. And, and it's, it's, it's noteworthy that at the presser that day, later, uh, Sarah Fuckabee Sanders said, um, did I say Fuckabee? I mean, yeah, uh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that, that slipped out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, she, she said that made a, a point of it that he's going to have a physical in January. Fuckabee. Yeah, a, a physical in January at Walter Reed, and that the results will be publicized. Yeah, oh, right. Official. Yeah, so I thought that was odd that they would right away come back and say, "Oh, he's going to have a physical, and everything's okay, and he's not sick." And uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure when they do the brain scan, they're going to see uh, a dollar Nothing there. Meal. Yeah. Dollar meal, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing there. Yeah, exactly. A big dollar meal. I, I like I like both of those. So there you go. Um, yeah, or just a just a potato. Uh, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so there you go. One one more time, everybody. Uh, we live in the United States. No, we don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you have that drop that Tim has on his show when he he's tried to say into cities, but he said into titties. Oh no, I don't have that one. <laughs> That's a funny so, one. Yeah, no, and it just, sounded just like that. Into cities. Yeah. What the fuck? Um. Yeah. So so there's that, uh, and oh, uh, you know, and and let's not forget what this whole speech is about and what. Uh, kind of danger he's going to be putting um, all kinds of folks in. Israelis, Americans, uh, our allies in the Middle East, uh, and, you know, our allies all over the place. Because, by, you know, this this um, symbolic gesture to say, that's it, we're going to finally recognize uh, Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. You know, we're making this this move towards the, the you know, uh, Armageddon, because we want that to happen, right? Um, you know, th- yeah. this is such a delicate thing into, you know, for him to just go, you know, I mean, yeah, of course, he's, you know, God bless the Palestinians. Like, yeah, really? Really? You think that? Um, but, you know, th- this is such a thumb in the eye uh, to a-, a lot of people in, in, you know, Palestine and throughout the Middle East. You know, I'm not, and and I don't, I, I don't agree with, with I, I don't agree with either side. 
about this. I think it, it shouldn't matter to anybody, but God damn it, religion is is the cause of many ills in this world, and yep. you know that's why we've got all kinds of terrorism. That's why we've got all kinds of crate batshit crazy politicians like Roy Moore, who uh, are hell bent mm. on ruining decent society. Um, you know, in all, albeit in different ways than the people who strap suicide vests on, but. You know, um, but not necessarily all the time because, yeah, you get right wing nut jobs who go out and start killing people as well, you know, in, in the name of their God or their worldview that is uh, largely based in Judeo Christian, you know, tenets. So, you know, for but for him to do this, it, it's just, I, gee, it's foolhardy. Are you shocked? Yeah. yeah. And didn't he back that up a little bit too? Because he started getting so much back flack from it. I really haven't followed up on I, it too much, but I wouldn't be surprised if he walked it back some. Yeah, I think he was trying to backtrack that a little bit. But, you know, he's it's out there. He's already done damage. Yeah. So, you know, again, you know, this is... I don't have a dog in the fight between Israel and Palestine. I know there's horrendous human rights abuses that go on the settlement. I, you know, you, you can't win. You can't win when you talk about this stuff. And, and again, for, for him to make such a bold statement like this, uh, just again, it's just for a short term win. It's just to get the base, giving them an attaboy. You did what mm-hmm. you said you were going to do, no matter the consequences. Well, mm-hmm. when when your family gets blown sky high, or you know, uh, or, or or some horrendous act happens, you know, uh, between Israel and Palestine, a new conflict arises, and there's dead children in the streets on either side. Well, you can you can go ahead and fucking pat yourself on the back all the hell you want, you freaks. But you know what? Those dead kids, you know, you didn't help them a goddamn bit. So right. Um, it was box checking. He was box checking. He yeah. wanted to check a box on his promise, and I pro- and I promised to move the the. Actually, he promised to move the embassy to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv, but he can't because it's not not possible physically yeah. to move it. So the best he could do is make a speech and let his dentures fall out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, bl- God, God bless you, everyone. God bless yeah. the United States. Yeah. Oh, God. Fat Donnie, what are we going to do with you? Uh, I, I know. Impeach and imprison. How about that? Uh, yeah, that one works. <laughs> Go with that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, uh, in, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, things are looking awful, awful rough in the, in the world of the Trump cult right now. Actually, you know what? Let, let's play, let's play, uh, this little clip here. Um, because, oh no, Fox news is all bummed out about this. Um, it, this is, yeah. Uh, Lindsay Vaughn, uh, who she, she's like one of the best skiers in the world. She's an Olympic, uh, an Olympian. And, um, it, sorry, this is the only audio I could find. It's from some kind of CNN sports thing. And it has really obnoxious music in the background. Um, but th- th- there's a, th- there's kind of a lot in here about, uh, you know, Lindsey Vaughn. And then also, Hey, we not, we might not be in the Olympics this year. 
you know, we might join our buddies uh, in Russia and, and bow out of the Olympics because of all the saber rattling going on uh, with uh, Fat Donnie and uh, Fat Un, um, you know. But yeah, listen listen to this uh, audio here from Lindsey Vaughn. You know, Lindsey Vaughn, one of the greatest skiers in history, and in an interview with CNN, Vaughn says if she wins gold at the Olympics, she would not accept an invitation to celebrate the accomplishment at the White House. I hope to represent the people of the United States, not the president. I want to represent our country well, and I don't think there are a lot of people currently in our government that do that. Would you accept an invitation to the White House if you were to win Olympic gold in Pyeongchang? Absolutely not. Nope. No, but I have to win to Never. be invited, so. No, actually, I think every U.S. team member is invited, so no, I won't go. My ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, meanwhile, saying last night that it's a, quote, open question whether U.S. athletes will attend the upcoming Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang due to safety concerns. Oh, our solidarity with the Russians. <laughs> yes, yeah. and their glory hole. Yeah, the, the, the wee-wee glory hole, the Russians. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the urine, the urine glory flow. Yeah, a, a urine storage room at the Sochi Olympics. Where they the, they would go into the <laughs> testing lab and there's a hole in the wall where Russians you know that were doped up would get uh, some uh, apparently that it was a climate controlled room. Would, how would you like to be the guy stuck in that room? Uh, <laughs> you know, a body ta- a, a room that's almost a hundred degrees <laughs> passing yeah, passing the whole cabinet passing piss jugs back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a he had to run the jugs to another building. <laughs> To empty them, have them sterilized, reintroduce clean urine with some other chemicals to make it look like a sample so that the jar or the vial, whatever it was, had the same serial number scan on it and pass it back through the hole. Oh, I thought they just passed the cup through the thing, and they just had like had a jug of clean urine there, and they just poured oh, it in there. No, it was much more more sophisticated. Oh, okay. He had a, they actually had to process it in another building and then get it back through the hole. Oh, now here I figured they just had a bunch of prostitutes in there uh, standing over beds, and they would uh, <laughs> ring out ring out the uh, the 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 bed clothes uh, for their. Well, that only would work if you had posters of Donnie posted for them so that would inspire them <laughs> so oh, but is yeah this for donald trump oh <laughs> yeah you know sometimes you know like stephanie miller says she needs a tickle or bum to to make herself pee you know maybe that's our russian hookers that's like their trigger uh you know to <laughs> they, they just have to see trump's ugly face and they're just like yeah. So <laughs> it's like a flood. <laughs> I can't, I can't help but remembering Chris Lavoie's response to that. Seriously, you just said that over TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, she did. Even trickle down. She's admitted a lot of stuff on air that wow. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, let's get back to Lindsey Vaughn though. Um, yeah, uh, mm. I, I say uh, I'm in to Lindsey Vaughn. Amen. Um, Amen. Saying that she's not going to represent the the president, um, and she's going to represent the American people. I saw, of course, over in the hive of scum and villainy. You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Some Trump cultist wondered aloud on on the message board. Well, I wonder if she's 
if she's going to represent people who voted for Trump. And I responded to the guy something to the effect of, uh, she'll, she'll probably say, well, they don't know any better because they're so stupid. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's hard I was gonna to say, blame the dumb things. Yeah, she's going to get a lot of backflack from oh. those idiots. You know, they're terrible because I'll go to your Facebook page. Not that I have a whole lot of expertise in this area, mm-hmm. but they go to your Facebook page, then they come back. And leave some crappy little message about you. Usually it's sexist and libtards involved in there somewhere. And then about two seconds later, you're going to get a friend request. And it's always some guy in a military uniform. There's no posts and he's widowed. Well, it's like, please. Yeah, and you know, I don't know anything about her personal life. But what struck me is she was, I'm not going to repeat the term that they were using. But a whole bunch of Trump cultists were referring to her by a slur that means um, a, a white woman who, who dates uh, a black man. Oh. Oh, that's and, because she's engaged to a black athlete. Okay, I yeah. See, I didn't know anything about that, but that was all they I were saying. I believe so. All these Trump cultists yeah. were, were calling her this, 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 this fucked up name. You know, this racist name. And it's yeah. like, you guys, I mean, you really fucking bathe in that racist shit. I mean, Someone yeah. in the chat could help us out, but I think she is engaged to be married to a black athlete. Yeah, I, again, uh, but I, I so she, uh, she probably is because the, this, you know, again, that was like the biggest insult people could come up with. And, you know, it's like, what's the matter, fella? Jealous? Jealous honky? Um... And, um, but yeah, so, and already on Fox News, on Fox and Friends, uh, you know, they, I don't know, whoever the resident blonde is uh, on the curvy couch um, was saying, oh, it's so un American what she said. Really? Have you seen Uh. Trump's Twitter feed? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why people are reacting this way. You know, and it's not, you know, just because, I mean, you want unpatriotic, let's go back to who the Trump cultist supporters really are. The birthers, the liars, the conspiracy theorists, the one who, the the, the people who, you know, uh, think Pizzagate was real or that Seth Rich was murdered by a Clinton yep. or, you know, I mean, you want unpatriotic? Well, K- we'll get... K- K- yeah kkk followers yeah yeah i mean you want unpatriotic Uh, uh, how about somebody who would harass Lindsey vaughn with a racist slur Uh, i mean that's your only Mm. argument that's your only art when that is your only argument against somebody who has a, a fundamental problem with the amoral behavior of the president and again, it's not, oh, he's a socialist Marxist, Kenyan Muslim, you know, in which none of it was true. Right. I mean, we're just simply saying we're repulsed by, uh, again, like I said, just at the bare minimum, his Twitter account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, and I, you know, and he's he's such a, a ugh, he's so disgusting, and he has brought hate, mm-hmm. well, I guess maybe out of the out of the closet um 
but he's just really stirred up the worst of everything. Yeah, he's normalized America. normalized uh, racism and bigotry. And uh, and you're right, he is disgusting. Uh, That's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Yes, and we should refer to yeah. Trump as a that. And um, a traitor. Yeah. And a traitor. And they'll, they'll say, prove it. Okay, well then, <laughs> you know, well, it's like, uh You know what I love is is people say, oh, well, Trump got information from the Russians just like, you know, the, the Dems got information from foreign operatives for the Steele dossier. Yeah. No. Oh, and no. you know what they say about the pervs I got quite a bit of? Somewhere along the line, they think 90% of the sexual deviants and perverts and pedophiles are Dems. So I just start posting uh, articles of the Republicans and their pedophile and their uh, other behavior. Proclivities. And then I'm like, yes. And so, and come on, you know, come on, come on, keep bringing you it on. It. on. Well, what about Slick Willie? I love this. <laughs> what about, what about? <laughs> yeah, a whataboutism, whataboutism uh, completely. Well, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. I think after all that, we think I think uh, we, we need to play a little "Fuck You" by Macaroni. Um, yes. But yeah. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that. And when we come back, um, we're going to get into. Uh, you remember that window dressing Fox News had, where they loved law enforcement and hated anybody who dare speak out against it. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a new window. They got a new window dressing. Everybody. Uh, yeah so here we go we'll be right back with me joe and janet uh janet will be here with us for the rest of the hour give her a little love in the chat room everybody she's a wonderful uh fill-in so and uh we'll be right back uh with lots more turn up the night right after this the only time i think i've ever been able to understand myself was on turn up the night with kenny pick then things were really clear Shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck this is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line 
what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you, we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right, they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Grandma's back here holding the reins on this Christmas buggy. We here at Southern Progressive Revival would like to wish everyone a happy holiday. Joey. Joey, come here. Well, she says she likes me. Oh, all the girls say that. Well, okay, let's go. But happy holidays to you, Sister Joe. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worse, it's showtime! Hey, look at that. It's time for Christmas bumpers again, everybody. I'm kind of easing into this whole thing, but I thought it would be appropriate to play Janet and Joey's uh, Southern Progressive Revival Christmas bumper. I love that. Isn't that fun? (laughs) You guys did a great job on that. It was so funny. So, uh, yeah, we've got some good ones. We got, I got Tim and Joe's, Rain and Bob's, me and Sue's. We we got got them loaded for bear. So, uh, of course, Janet Lee, uh, Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. Uh, welcome back. Uh, you're, you're preparing for your uh, 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 dishes of seven fishes for Christmas, right? Yes. Yeah. And I've got everybody coming home next weekend. And nice. they just told me about it two days ago. Oh. Like, <laughs> so- <laughs> Thank you, guys. So I'm trying to get the tree up. And God it's just like. Damn! thank you thank you i love you all but you know could you involve me in your plans maybe it's too much it's too much yes it is so but anyway uh francie will enjoy that too um but uh of course uh, joe santorza scranton pennsylvania the electric city where i'm sure they have wonderful christmas light displays right they do um we have a famous uh, park downtown that has uh, a regular, you could drive through, and they have a regular, uh, through the whole park, you just drive through all the uh, displays. It's really nice. Very nice. I, I, I mean, seriously, the Electric City has got to live up to its name around, uh, you know, the season Absolutely. of the And we have a big logo that lights up every night. It says Electric City. Nice. I like it. We're also known as Steamtown. Steamtown? That's another nickname. Yeah. Steamtown. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Steamtown Mall, right? That. How did you know? Uh, the Office. That's right. I forget <laughs> about the Office. <laughs> That's right. Steamtown Mall. Yeah, they they they. they were a few, a, it's a national park. Yeah, there were a few the episodes. National park. Where, well, there were there were a few few uh, episodes where they went to the Steamtown Mall. Uh, so. Uh, That's right. Nice electricity and steam together at last. So. Uh, That's right. All right. Well, as promised, uh, I think I need to. We, we need to queue up my my Fox News uh, jingle for this. We haven't we haven't played this in a while, so uh, here we go. Thank God for Fox News. Oh shit, that's the wrong one. Whatever, that's good enough. Louis Gomert, thank you, you <laughs> idiot, you harebrained fucking lunatic. 
Um, uh, fortunately, we won't have any. Uh, he's still talking about Uranium One. Uh, we need to find out about this ru- this Russian collusion with the Clintons over Uranium One. Shut up! Seriously. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. All right. Well, Greg Jarrett. If anybody uh, doesn't know Greg Jarrett, he's kind of like he looks like Sean Hannity's stunt double. It, it's ah. like they, they have the same haircut too, uh, which is creepy and weird. But Greg Jarrett was—he's uh, a Fox News legal analyst to everybody, um, and he has been uh, making his rounds on the Hannity program of late to chime in on the Mueller investigation. And um, uh, let, let me just play this audio real quick from uh, his recent appearance uh, on on uh, Fox News. Really? Okay. Really? Really what? Really, you had to make me do this. I didn't make you do anything. Yeah, you did. You got to add fucking stupid math. You got to add up. I'm going to put a on you and I'll take it. I'm so sorry about the mix-up. That was actually Greg Jarrett at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport getting in a drunken brawl with police and getting pinned on the ground. I'm so sorry I mixed up that audio. But yeah, that was Greg Jarrett in 2014. Um, uh, uh, (laughs) What do you think he would have been called on Fox News uh, had he uh, been a different skin color? A a thug? Maybe, but yes, I am so sorry for the mix-up. I, I, you know, I, I know that's all in Greg Jarrett's past and everything. But yes, maybe, perhaps this could because he got his ass handed to him by a bunch of police again in the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport in 2014 after he got done slamming a whole shitload of vodka, um, oh and then. God got suspended from Fox News. Uh, and now all of a sudden, apparently because they fired all the sexual predators, they're like, all right, bring back the drunk. Um, you know, <laughs> um, uh, at least all the sexual predators we know of over at Fox. So, um, so yeah, that was, again, Greg Jarrett. Uh, maybe that's tainted his view on law enforcement because now here he is on uh, the Hannity show and um, he's giving his opinion on uh, what he thinks the 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 you know the FBI is like and what's going on with Mueller in in the entire uh, you know investigation into the Trump Russia collusion. I think we now know that the Mueller investigation is illegitimate and corrupt, and Mueller has been using the FBI as a political weapon. And the FBI has become America's secret police. Secret surveillance, wiretapping, intimidation, harassment, and threats. It's like the old KGB that comes <laughs> for you in the dark of the night, banging through your this door. Is, by the way, this is not a game. This is not right. hyperbole you're no, using here. No, not at all. Manafort. <laughs> they came for him and broke through his front door. And if it can happen to him... Greg, it can happen to all of us. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, the FBI <laughs> is a shadow government now. Oh. <laughs> okay. If it can happen to Paul Manafort, it can happen to any one of us. No. 
<laughs> no. We're not a I bunch of crazy, so. shitty, crooked, fucking, um, uh, uh, you know, traitors. Yeah. Oh, and oh my God, how have you ever heard of law enforcement pounding on somebody's door in the dead of the night to arrest them? I've never heard of such a thing. Go to <laughs> a fucking that he, yeah. Go to a fucking trailer like park, a, Jared. Yeah. Go to one of your go to go to a big center of Fox News viewers in, in a trailer park or you know an apartment complex. You'll see that happen a lot. Go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> well, and I was just gonna say that, and I think it's amazing that he uses the KGB when <laughs> as his analogy when that's what their side's getting uh, checked on. You know. The investigations yeah. are all on. Yeah. Why wouldn't you use something else? Well, yeah, I, 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 I have. Well, you know, again, Fox News works in mysterious and stupid ways. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, Joe. I mean, you know, if if this could happen to Paul Manafort, it could happen to you. Well, yeah, because of all the time I spend in the Ukraine, yeah, uh, supporting a Russian-backed dictator. Oh, yeah. So I expect them any minute. In fact, sure. I might not make the end of the show. I know. So, you know. They'll be banging, knocking my door down and asking for my laundered money, which is in the dryer, by the way. So they oh, can't have it yeah, yet. Yeah, sure. Oh, they're here. So. Oh, there they are. <laughs> yes. uh. Oh, it's the shadow government. But you know what? That doesn't work at night because you can't cast a shadow. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh my God! Seriously, Th- this is uh, oh oh my God! All right, here, wait. What's this one? Welcome, bienvenue, welcome, come on in. There you go. That's how you <laughs> greet the FBI. That's how Paul Manafort did. Um, candy gram. <laughs> candy gram. Candy gram for Mongo. Candy gram. Mongo like candy. Oh. <laughs> Remember that Saturday Night Live, that Saturday Night Live skit when it was the Land Shark. Land Shark <laughs> kept knocking it. Land Shark, no, Handygram. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. A, I didn't order a candy. No, okay, uh, uh, flowers. <laughs> uh yeah. So I mean, seriously, the <laughs> uh, 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 Jarrett. Well, I think we can understand why Greg Jarrett's a little jaded towards law enforcement now, since he got his ass whooped. And uh-huh. uh, again, Minneapolis St. Paul Airport, 2014. Um, you know, it's funny because I was I was listening to um, Mike Check Radio last Saturday, and uh, I was uh, I took over for Adam halfway through, but I sent a message to them because they were playing a clip of Greg Jarrett. I not I don't think this one, but another one. Uh, and I was like, oh, I said, has Greg Jarrett been drinking again? And nobody knew what I was talking about. And I was like, oh, am am I the one who remembers this? <laughs> So, so yeah, so I went and uh, I got the audio for it and I played it last week and I figured, well, why, why not set up this whole segment with a drunken Greg Jarrett? And if it, it, I know the audio is a little rough, but he was like, why did you do this to me? And he's like, we didn't do anything to you. You drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm in the United States. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. United States. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, Nicole Wallace, I don't know if they have a new show or not, but Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt, um, they should have their own show. Honestly, at this point, 
and they should just call it game change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wallace and Schmidt. Sound, sounds kind of like Wallace and Gromit. Or Wallace, Wallace and Schmidt. Oh, sorry, my dextrous. <laughs> um, <laughs> mix up the polygrip and the prep H again. Uh, anyway, so Nicole Wallace, Nicole Wallace, it, most they're mostly reacting to Sean Hannity here, but you know because Jarrett is is you know basically he's a Hannity clone. It's like you know Hannity you know uh, had a hemorrhoid surgery and and Jarrett appeared, you know and um, but yeah so uh, Nicole Wallace is like it it kind of feels like she fell down this this strange rabbit hole. Uh, listen to this. I sometimes feel like I've fallen down the bottom of, of Alice in Wonderland's rabbit hole when I see Republicans um, who are well aware of Bob Mueller's record. Sean Hannity knows exactly what Bob Mueller has done for this country. Leave his, his war record aside in Vietnam. Um, he protected this country after 9-11. And the hypocrisy of the party who, who clapped really, 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 really loudly when Donald Trump gave his bat bleep crazy convention speech about <laughs> law and order um, attacking the top law enforcement officials in the country is staggering to me in jesus name boogity 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 amen i mean how succinct and to the point she is there that that bat bleep bat shit crazy we can say it here nicole uh that bat shit crazy speech about law and order at the r you know the the the, the convention here in cleveland and now Fox News has decided, well, at least Hannity, who we might as well just say Fox News because he's the top rated host now, um, is, you know, the, the what, what's going on here is that, you know, they, they've switched uh, again. They've changed the window dressing and now law enforcement bad. Uh, criminality good. When you're a rich okay. bastard. It depends on which which law enforcement we're talking about. Yeah. If it's law enforcement that's coming after Trump, that's bad. If they're banging black heads against brick walls, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, or if they're law enforcement that's uh, handing Greg Jarrett's drunken ass to him uh, at the Minneapolis-St. <laughs> Paul Airport in 2014... I just want to drive that point home, everybody. <laughs> it's kind of like me playing I, the I, skin hit the, the Nazi's phone number over and over. Yeah, I, I missed it. I yeah. missed it. I, yeah, Minneapolis, I, I was wondering Paul Airport, were, 2014. Greg Jarrett. Would, would that be where he had his ass handed to him by the yes, police? Yes, on a silver platter. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Uh, play that for us again? Oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, the audio is too rough. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, in uh, but yeah, here's a here's a um, Steve Schmidt uh, his response, and then we'll we'll talk about both clips here. Prosecutors in this country have tremendous power, and they should not be beyond criticism. But this isn't criticism. This is a premeditated, deliberate, dishonest smear of Robert Mueller, a man who has spent his entire life in public service, who is known. If for nothing else, his probity and his rectitude. And we should talk about his war record because he's put his life on the line for this country and he's conducted himself at all times. 
I'm going to pause it right there. Trump probably thinks probity and rectitude has something to do with his butt. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, continuing. As an honorable servant of the American people, he is a recipient of the Bronze Star with the Valor device. He is a recipient of the Purple Heart. He was wounded in combat for the United States. What you're seeing on Fox News is indistinct from the type of propaganda that you would be subjected to if you lived in Belarus or if you lived in Russia. It is dishonest. It is purposeful. It is misleading. And to see Republicans tie themselves to the mast on this, to bring such disrepute to the conservative movement, to the Republican Party, the assaults on the rule of law, on our institutions, this will get worse before it gets better mm. and there's a moment coming where these important institutions and who we are what we stand for what we believe in the defense of the inheritance that was given to us right. by generations who've sacrificed so much is, is coming to the line and and what you saw sean hannity doing it's wrong in the most profound way it's very very wrong Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. That was some fine Rex Kwando. Oh, it was long-form Rex Kwando, but you have to admire the art. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, but seriously, the... the uh, I, I mean, for, for him to say, you know, what, what, his, what has been established by people who have truly sacrificed in their lives, like Mueller, who is a Republican. Cat points out in the chat room. Mueller's a Republican, folks. You know, Steve Schmidt, Nicole Wallace, Republicans. But the one thing that they that they have that Trump Republicans don't have is a sense of decency and a sense of justice and a sense of right. Um. And, you know, and and again, uh, as Rain and I love to say on this show, we look forward to the day where we can get back to disagreeing with people like Steve Schmidt or Nicole Wallace on policy. You know, we look forward to the day where we don't have to talk about all this indecency and these lies and conspiracy theories that are being belched forth by Breitbart, Infowars, and, you know, arguably their figurehead, Fat Donnie Trump. So... Uh, you know, but you know, I think that was so profound there, Joe. Where, where uh, again, you know, where Schmidt is like saying, you know, these these institutions, you know, and you know, paraphrasing, but he he said, you know, the the sacrifice and in the 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 legacy of what has been passed on to us, it's being really tested now, and and if it doesn't pass this test, there's going to be a day where we look back and say, shit, how did we let this happen? Yeah, and ironically, um, uh, there was a clip of uh, our last human president, Barack Obama. That's true. uh, uh, Telling telling a a, – he was giving a speech or a presentation somewhere, and he was talking about just this the other day, that this is the way we lose democracy. And he compared what's happening in the United States – I thought this was shocking – to what happened in Nazi Germany in the uh, 30s. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think I think um, I, I I think we're we're at that point, and I think that's what what Mike uh, or Steve Schmidt is talking about. Um, you know, our institutions are being challenged, 
I mean, they talk about a shadow police force, and it is the Trump administration that's attempting to set up a shadow CIA. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. There's that whole story too. But yeah, not to not to diverge. But what I'm saying is, is that that Steve Schmidt is right. We're, our, our institutions are under siege here, yep, and yep. and and this is the way democracy unravels. And if you don't think it could happen, you're fooling yourself. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Janet, uh, you have a few thoughts on this one. No, I agree. I was kind of surprised to hear um, Schmidt jump in. Yeah, it, I'll Nicole tell you Wallace. What. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say Nicole Wallace. I've heard off and on. You know, she she used to put her toe in and then bring it back out again, mm-hmm. like doing the hokey pokey. But he's been pretty careful up until lately. Yeah, well, I I don't know. He's been he's been as never Trump is as you can get for for a while. But yeah, I mean, if if again, I understand though. It's 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 hard to follow this stuff, you know, all the time. And it's funny because, um, you know, I was like, I don't know if they have a show on MSNBC or not. Living in Long Island's like, oh yeah, Nicole Wallace has a show at four p.m. So you know, um, but yeah, you know, Schmidt, you know. To a certain degree, he has been careful, but for the most part, he he, he has been an ever Trumper. But what is what is amazing about him is, it just instead of going on the attack against uh, Trump and his surrogates and sycophants, is that he mm-hmm. has a clear delineation of, uh, you know, in his argument about how fucked up and wrong-headed these people are, right. So, and, and you know that that's kind of a rare thing. It's easy for somebody like me to come out and say, "Oh, Fat Donnie's a fucking moron," you know. But uh, <laughs> but you know when you have you know these people who uh, obviously get paid to uh, <laughs> say what they say are going to take a little more care. They're going to be a little more careful in in how they phrase it. And uh, I, I I couldn't be happier with the way Schmidt and uh, um. Uh, Wallace uh, handle handle yeah. themselves. So, yeah, she has a, a four o'clock show. It's called a Dateline uh, White House or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it is it is opposite um, CNN's um, um, what's his name? Who am I thinking? Wolf of? or Tapper? No, Tapper. Jake Tapper. She's opposite Jake Tapper. And oh, I have to okay. say, you know, some sometimes I have to go back and forth because she she runs a pretty uh, pretty good show. I'll tell you what, Rule and Velshi, those two. Yes, I I, I, well, I played hooky the other day, and I was watching her right after Morning Joe. Damn, you know she she is uh, she is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, she's that's the, because she knows her shit. Yeah, and she she has the the the, the kind of righteous anger we need right now, uh, and I mm-hmm. mean that I don't mean that as is a you know a backhanded you know compliment or anything like that she has genuine righteous anger uh that you know this country needs um but uh but anyway um i don't want to run too long here because we got to get rain and uh mr mueller on here but janet it has been an absolute pleasure to have you you on the show we're gonna have to have you back soon do you want to give a quick plug for uh southern progressive revival this sunday yes we're on sunday night and as everybody kind of knows we're kind of morphing into um some new 
things that we're doing, trying out. And we're not doing three hours of politics because we feel like you all do such a wonderful job and Adam. So we're adding more science and um, artificial intelligence and history and myths and legends and yeah, ethics. You can have robots. Yeah. Robots. Yeah, we've been talking about some of them. Mm -mm. That's exciting. So come and join us. And if you have any ideas that you'd like to see us do, give me a message. All right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, in the era of Trump, that's kind of why I've started uh, to try to start branching out with the, you know, the Mad Libs in the in the, the game show and stuff like that. And by the way, my apologies, because I was sick, we didn't get to do what the hell is that sound last Tuesday. Uh, but we're going to we'll, we'll bring it back this coming Tuesday. It'll be fun. We'll definitely have Mad Libs tonight, though. But I, I love hearing that, Janet, that you guys are uh, you, you're all so so talented. Um, and, uh, and smart oh, that I love that, that you're trying some new things because, you know, that's, uh, you know, the, the variety is the spice of life. <laughs> yes, it is. So. And we're going to be hitting it hard starting in January, but this is what mm. we're doing anyway. But very nice. Very nice. And of course, uh, we almost, uh, we're going to have the, the, uh, Christmas cooking show up hopefully this, this coming week. I need to get a little bit of stuff recorded with uh, Rain and Bobber, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work with them and get that taken care of. Um, and uh, yeah, we have a great show in the tank uh, with me, uh, Janet, John, Michelle. Um, was that everybody that was there? Just the four of us? Was there somebody else? I think so. That was, it. That was yeah, so that much was fun. It. Yeah, so it was so much fun. Yeah, it really was. And seriously, when we talk about cooking, we could do like a five-hour show, a ten-hour mm-hmm. show. It's stupid, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, and this, and this, and this. So, uh-huh. uh, but on that note, we're gonna have to let you go right now, Janet, so we can get everybody else on the call. But All thank right. you so much. We really appreciate you joining us tonight. Well, thank you for asking me. I enjoyed it. No problem. You have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. So, oh, she's already gone. So uh, anyway, well, Joe. Bye, bye, Janet. <laughs> hang tight joe we'll be <laughs> right back and we'll get rain and pete on with us right after the break we'll be right back turn up the night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com this is metal aficionado kenny pick every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m eastern it's gods and monsters gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on indie media weekly Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. God bless the United States. 
Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Welcome back to Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, Papa of PJ. Welcome back, sir. Hey, he's still here. He is. You didn't get eaten alive yet. So, uh, Not yet. give it time. Give it time. Uh, and also joining us, uh, while the dog chomping uh, wanes here, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hey, party girl. Hello. Everything I had, is new. I had hot toddies and pie. Ooh. Pie. That is a party, right? That is yeah. a party. That's a holiday it was party. Like there was like just pies and Wisconsin cheese. Oh, I had eight. We make it here. We, we make so much we have to ship some out. Speaking yeah, of Wisconsin cheese. Uh, well, my friend cheese. may be moving back out to you, Pete. What's that? My friend may be moving back home to you. Well, you there? He's, <laughs> what happened to you, Pete? I'm here. I, oh, okay. I stunned him with. <laughs> aged cheddar cheese can you hear me yeah yeah we can hear you uh no no you. yeah rain just said one of her friends might be moving uh, back uh wisconsin way and i said who oh oh her who? name is liz she runs a she runs a business here in in delray called what well, she used to called the dairy godmother she is famous for her wisconsin custard mm-hmm. and yeah. um you Dairy know, Godmother's a great name for a business. <laughs> That's awesome. She's, she's the Dairy Godmother. We got That's to know awesome. her because uh, we Bob Bob sends his grains from the beer to her, or before she sold her business, and uh, she makes the the dog squirrels from it. Dog squirrels. Yes. Dog yeah, squirrels. Treats. Unholy. <laughs> she bakes dog squirrels. They're they're like little dog treats. Well, so, oh, yes, I've had some oh, Jameson potties. Nice, nice. I was, I was thinking more along the lines of the neither dog nor squirrel, but they are dog squirrels. They are in the shape of squirrels, okay. made from barber brood grain. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Sold to the good people of Delray, Alexandria. You know, I'm so. Uh, I, I got to say the I'm difference. Sorry. The sorry, difference. Uh, I was just going to say the difference between you and Roy Moore is tonight you had hot toddies, uh, and Roy Moore uh, probably had hot toddlers. So I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, P.S. Mueller, welcome aboard, sir. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur, P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Hey, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know, I know you. you. You, you, you. How the hell are you, brother? 
I've had better days. How are oh, you? I'm not doing too bad. Uh, I'm I'm recovering from my multi. Uh, I'm on the mend from multiple maladies. Uh, so are we. You know, we still have that cold. Uh, mm. And uh, you know, we're on our way out of it, but we're still blowing our nose and hacking and wheezing sure. and all this stuff. That yeah, it's a monster. Tis the season to be phlegmy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I had a uh, horrible sinuses, uh, last week. Uh, I got a, a gout flare up, uh, last Friday was conked oh, yeah, out on medicine. That. Yeah, it was neat. It was cool. Uh, uh-huh. so anyway, uh, but I'm back in action tonight and, uh, so glad to have all of you here. here and all? Um, no, I'm going to get, I'm going to get back on and I'm on uh Colchris right now. So mm-hmm. that's the stuff that boots it out of your system. And I also just stopped taking an anti-inflammatory um, that was mm-hmm. super powerful. Had meth in the mm-hmm. name. Uh, I don't know what that <laughs> means. But <laughs> but anyway, I didn't I didn't crush any up and smoke it or anything. So that's good. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so uh, but I'm back on the med. And I also I want to uh, uh, before we uh, before I forget. Thank uh, our good friend Janet Lee for filling in for rain for the first hour. Janet Lee from uh, Southern Progressive Revival heard every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Check out their new features they're developing on the program. Very exciting. So, yes, thank you, Janet. Thank you. Yeah, it was a really, really good first hour. Unfortunately, it had to be done. We had to st- talk about uh, uh, this uh, uh, right off the bat. Uh, oh, the I'm United States. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if Pete did you did you see this the the denture uh, speech uh, with Trump? I, I watched the whole speech. In fact, oh. there's much more to the speech than just the denture fail. Oh yeah, there we we listened to about a minute of the speech. Um, well, but, uh, what was even more alarming than the denture fail, uh-huh. which could could happen to anybody who's wearing dentures. Of course, he doesn't, you know, but. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, no di- no disrespect mistake. to anybody with dentures, but if it was a denture fail and not a mini stroke, you really you're rich enough you should be able to afford the best polydent ever. I also hypothesize yeah. that maybe he mixed up uh understandably so the preparation H and the polygrip uh because I mean, you know, when you're Trump, how do you know what hole to use either one of those on? So he just smears a little peanut butter under there and goes for the best. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, Pete, I'm sorry I cut you off. What were, what were you saying? Uh, before? No, I watched the whole speech, and uh, you know, and I, and I realized that the speech was very carefully crafted. It was yeah. very carefully crafted, probably by uh, an, an Israeli, an Israeli uh, uh, diplomat of some sort. The <laughs> language in it was very specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in other words, you know, it couldn't possibly have been written by him. No way in hell. He does oh, not no. have that grasp of language. And it became obvious as he moved from prompter to prompter and uh, and in doing so destroyed the cadence of his delivery mm-hmm. and made it clumsy and obtuse that he w- that he didn't even remotely comprehend the text he was delivering. No. Yeah. Uh, he was an unconscious needle in a groove there, <laughs> and he was aware that he was presenting that way, and so attempted to compensate by slowly raising his volume <laughs> uh, to the point where near the end of the speech, he was screaming for emphasis. 
Because, because he did not have coherent understanding of the literature at hand. And uh, and then, of course, he just kind of went off with uh, his clothes out. God bless Americans starting the United States. And, uh, God bless the United States. Yeah. I think he said untidy yeah. shirts. I really think he said untidy shirts there. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it it was you know you know very very telling that he was uh, that that actually Donald Trump was not delivering that speech. That the speech was delivering Donald Trump. <laughs> In Mother <laughs> Russia, speech deliver you. So. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was it was kind of a. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, what one of the Netanyahu's boys. I'm sorry. Say 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 it one more time, Pete. I'm sorry. One of Netanyahu's boys grounded mm. out. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure because yeah, it, it definitely. Actually, I don't think he's got anybody around the White House uh, gifted enough to put words like that together. Yeah, they there were was skillfully a- crafted. They were wrong. They were evil. Yeah, they were. They were this. They were that. But they were skillful. Yeah, and there was that one part where he obviously didn't comprehend what was going on because he was like, we need to focus on the possibility and the possible. And it, what? You know, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was just fucking, yeah. What, what the, the hell? Yeah, it was rough. No, I'm glad that Pete brought that up because I, I can't remember what article I read, but um, there are people inside the White House who said that he does not understand the brevity of what he did. He doesn't understand how, you know, he, he doesn't get the, the Israeli-Palestine dynamics at all. None of that, no. I mean, I watch PBS <laughs> NewsHour, and it's it's a mess over there. It's really bad. He's yeah, going to he get his war. He kept insisting on it was Israel and the Palestinians, not Israel and Palestine. Mm, mm, mm. Um. Yeah. So I met. It's no accident. I got to tell you, I met somebody who works for the CIA tonight, mm. and she said to me, and it was it was strange because we weren't, you know, it wasn't a political gathering. Something was said in me because I've got a poker face. I rolled my eyes, mm. and this woman says, "Oh, sister, I hear you. Imagine what it's like working for the executive branch." And I looked. I whipped around. And I asked. I said, do you work in the White House? And she goes, well, not quite, but I'm in the CIA, 35 mm. years. Mm. Wow. This is not 10, 15. She mm-hmm. said, this is rough. She said, it doesn't even matter what the politics a person has. She said, this is really hard right now. She goes, this is not a game. It's not, I mean, we know it's not a game, but to hear it from somebody who openly acknowledged that she's worked for, for this agency for 35 years, say that this is really difficult and she said i refuse to retire now because Good it's too important it's too yeah. important so yeah. well that's kind of that's kind of what we were talking about that's kind of what we were talking about before uh, the two of you came on about how the the institutions uh, our law enforcement in- institutions are under attack oh. by uh conspiracy theorists and and trump cultists uh that you know, and as Joe rightly said, they're being tested right now, and um, this is a you know we and we were talking because Steve Schmidt said you know we might look back in in if the our our, our law enforcement institutions need to survive this test 
uh, or else, you know, we, we jeopardize throwing away all of the sacrifices that were, you know, put into building these things up from where they were. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear so. that and I'm sorry I didn't hear no, that. No, yeah, that's okay. This, I, this is, yeah. this is interesting that I met this, this, and she, she was, she was hilarious, but you know, she said, I, I told her, I, I said, thank you. Thank you for your service. And that is not lip service. Yeah. And she said, you know, she goes, I appreciate it. She's, they are under attack from their own branch of the government. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, That's basically what she was telegraphing. So, yeah. I, oh, and by the way, you mentioned poker face uh, earlier. So, and you reminded me of a bad joke. Face. You remind me oh. of a bad joke. Uh, how do you wake up, Lady Gaga? Poker face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Here, I got another one for you. Another pop star oh, one for you. Oh, uh, yay. Uh, okay, Rain, knock, <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Knock, knock. No, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, yeah, knock, knock. Who's there? Britney Spears. Britney Spears who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Oops, I did it again, sir. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh. See? I'm trying. You know what? Uh -huh. I had I had hot toddies. I'm giggling. Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So With uh, Wisconsin maple syrup. Okay. One more joke. Wisconsin maple syrup. Really? Ooh, that <laughs> oh, sounds delicious. I did. I thought of you today because it was like we don't have any regulations anymore. There could be lead in those toddies. Well, no, because she knows who made the maple syrup. She knew who grew the cranberries. Mm, okay. All right. It was Larry hilarious. Go. Locally sourced. I thought of you, Pete. All right. Uh, one last joke before I get to this. Uh, we need, need to get to the the um, Trent Franks uh, story. But one last joke. Um, I went to the zoo the other day, and I didn't have any animals in it except for one single dog. It was a shit zoo. <laughs> you get it? Joe, get it? Joe is a hard audience. It works tonight. in two different ways. It, uh, I went to a zoo. Oh. It only had a single dog. It was a shit zoo. Uh, shit yeah. Yeah. That would be like my the shit zoo. Like the, like the dog. Like the dog today. That would be like the dog breed shit zoo. Yes. Right? But it also yeah. means it was a shit zoo. Because there was Shih only Tzu. one dog there. So that's yeah. like double on time. See? It's a so, joke yeah. that goes yeah. in both directions. So, yeah, yeah that would be like Kansas. A, and a play on words, so to speak. How many times can we stab this joke to death? Not, not, not enough. All right. Moving on. Speaking of jokes. Animal cruelty. I'm still fixated on the preparation H on the gums thing. Um, <laughs> because that could happen. There's no. I'm thinking that that might explain the uh, the dentures falling off because doesn't preparation H yes. shrink your hemorrhoids? It does. Right. Oh, see, well, it, it shrank shrink his dentures. Gums. It shrank. Well, shrink yeah, his gums. shrank his gums. And there the dentures go. dentures were too big. Yeah. You know, and he, he looked like that that kid on the preacher. We should all oh arse face? Yeah. Um we should we should uh a shih tzu. A shih tzu. Yeah. We should everybody should e for for Christmas, everybody should email him spiral spit. Everybody everybody should also reduces bags under the eyes. 
There you go. Um, and uh, but everybody for Christmas this year um, should uh, send Trump a pair of those uh, jokey wind up teeth. Um, that'd be be good. (laughs) Like in a Christmas story. Yeah. Everybody had the the wind up. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So here we go. I want, I want to get into this next one because the latest, uh, uh, sexual harassment scandal comes from a conservative. Um, and, uh, yes, it sucks that Al Franken's resigning. That's a whole other show. We're not, I'm not even going to get into it right now because we now have the handmaid's tale. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> with Trent Franks, that fucking ugly monster, um, who is scoping out his employees as if they are livestock to which he can lay down and inseminate. Oh God. Yeah. This is the most, no, this, this is fucking grotesque. This is so fucking ugly and creepy. This is Allison Camarota. You'll hear some familiar voices here. She had a panel on CNN uh, talking, He's talking about, about the the laying on of Trent Franks, right? Oh, oh, god damn! It. I mean, wouldn't there be some science involved, like insemination, that wouldn't really actually involve the corporeal self of of Trent Franks? Oh, you have uh, seen The Handmaid's Tale, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that. you know that it. Uh, I mean, how it's done. Yeah. This is how fundamentalists, this is how fake Christian fundies come on to the women. The Handmaid's Tale was a warning, people, not a guidebook. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> so Allison Camarota on CNN had a pretty good panel about this. Uh, here's clip one. They're both relatively short. Women, as you can imagine, felt uncomfortable with that request and right. didn't know how that would affect their jobs. Right. I mean, it's just it's a it's a conversation that we've been having really for decades. It's just a, a, a question of whether people are paying attention when you have someone who's power. You have a congressman who's in power uh, in his office making that kind of request, broaching that kind of subject. I don't know what you would be thinking if you think, you know, a young woman in your office is going to be comfortable with that conversation uh, in that environment. Uh, Paul Ryan, the speaker, said it was, you know, essentially an open and shut case. And the congressman uh, was willing to bow out and presumably didn't want to go through any more uh, public disclosure of all of this, which I think uh, when it comes to members of Congress now is going to be part of the path that they would, you know, kind of bow out more quietly and gracefully rather than have more details be exposed. Um, I mean, and I, you know, I think that's all part of the reckoning here. I want to see him humiliated in front of the whole fucking world. Uh, I mean, huh. you know, th- how this isn't like the top story everywhere right next to Roy Moore, pedophile, racist, homophobe, oh. bastard. And it's even worse. Did you see in the Washington Post that he actually drew up a contract for this woman? Oh, really? And made her read yeah. it. Yeah. Review yeah. it. And offered her five freaking million dollars to do it. Five million dollars. Five million dollars. Think about that. And there Where was nothing. There was five million dollars. N- yeah, talk about indecent proposal. Um, you know, I, yeah. I mean, in this know, this was, it, it, and it wasn't saying it was insemination. He wanted to have sex with her. Am I right on that, Joe? Uh, yeah, there's, in, there's in nothing little, mentioned about artificial insemination or in, in his preparation in age or no, anything. He wanted to impregnate the woman and then take the baby for his Absolutely. own. Yeah. yeah, he wanted Pete, her to carry his baby. Yeah, Pete, what were you gonna? What were you saying? 
in his own dim little mind, I'm sure that's how it worked out. You know, once upon a time, when I was a much younger man, I was approached and asked to be a donor mm-hmm. by uh, two lesbian friends of mine. Um, they had thought it over uh, considerably and came to me and said, would you please consider the idea we want to have a kid? And, you know, and I thought about it long and hard and came back to them. And I said, you know, in all honesty, you know, I could. However, if a kid was conceived and born, I don't think I could leave the genetic, a sense of genetic responsibility aside yeah, and just see, man, yeah. just you know, be an anonymous person. I would have to take. I would feel compelled to take part in some way in this child's upbringing. Yeah, and therefore, I am probably not your guy. You know that yeah. happened to me too, Pete. And they that both agreed, and we went our happy separate ways. I had I had two gay friends who it happened to me too when I was younger and mm-hmm. much more in shape and. Oh, God, I'm middle-aged. But, yeah, and I told him the same. I told him the same because they were friends of mine. And there was just no way that, that, there was no way that I I, I just knew. There's just, you know, I I didn't want to be a mother, but I I did. I thought about this. I thought about this because I felt like it would be nice, you know, because there's mm -hmm, three girls in my family. And, you know, it. but I couldn't. I just couldn't. Uh, you know, same reasons. And here is the here's the rub on this whole thing. I'm sorry, I shouldn't use that term. That's disgusting. Here's 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 the problem. Here's the the real hypocrisy factor in all of this. Trent Franks mm-hmm. is an anti-choice bastard. Wants to strip mm-hmm. women of their right to choose but won't go out and adopt a child. Instead, he wants right. to draw up yes. a creepy contract to essentially uh, 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 essentially prostitute out his uh, uh, people that work for him. His employees. I, I mean, that's so wildly fucked up. And, and you know, I, I, I got into... Uh, and yes, to validate for once yeah. in all time the issuance of his pee-pee. Yes. Ugh. So in and, and I got I went to the place I should never go today. We'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And some bastard was out there. I don't know if this is necessarily sexual harassment. Oh my god, I went fucking bonkers. I said <laughs> I I typed out. I said, "All right. Well, how about this? How about that ugly fucking monster c- approaches your girlfriend, your wife, your mother, your sister, your niece, your daughter?" And Mm -hmm. ask them to lay down like cattle so he can get on top of them and impregnate them. Tell me that's not sexual harassment. Tell me you wouldn't want to put your fist all the way through that ugly monster's skull. Did you get an answer? Um, Yeah, he didn't really say much, but um, yeah, yeah, I wanted to punch him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's it, amazing to me that people don't realize that this is sexual intimidation. This—it—it's it, 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 harassment. Yeah, it's harassment at the workplace. It's, it's harassment of the worst kind. Yeah, it's weird too. Oh, yeah. it's so weird. Again, you know, when when again, like you know, The Handmaid's Tale. Warning, not a guidebook. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, it's you not know, a how-to guide, people. Yeah. 
So yeah. um, here's you know, the last. I'd like to say. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Before I get to the last. Just clip. one quick thing. You know, with with Franken resigning and now Trent resigning, I want to make this clear. Franken said, "I want an investigation." This this other the handmade dude quit because he was afraid of an investigation. Yes. What I would like. What I would like is I don't care if you quit. If there was taxpayer money spent on your salary and mm-hmm. you quit under something shady like this, that investigation should still continue. Yeah. Regardless of whether you're in the House or the Senate anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, one other thing about this before I play this last clip. I guess he was seen at shortly after the, the announcement he was going to resign. He was seen in a prayer circle on the floor. Uh, on the house floor. Fuck you and your fucking prayer circle, you predatory creep. Fuck off. Um, anyway, here's the last clip. I, I want him to still be investigated. I'm, I'm I do too. I want to see him humiliated in front of the world. This is fucking repulsive. This is one of the worst things I've ever heard, and it should be blasted across. I mean, the Re- Republican Party, the, all this needs to stick. Yeah, fine. We'll we'll take the fact that Al Franken w- was, you know, handsy and, and smoochy and gross and weird in all the ways, and we got rid of him. And, and they should still investigate. And they should still investigate. I agree. But I'm, you know what? You own the, 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 the pedophiles. You own the guys who are trying to rent women and his livestock, you fucking monster freaks. Anyway, last clip uh, from this, and uh, I'm a little worked up. Here's the last clip. This is not within (laughs) the normal rounds, unfortunately, we've come to define them about sexual harassment in the workplace or in Congress. I mean, this is truly bizarre. Uh, I mean, Trent Franks is one of the most socially conservative members of Congress. He called uh, President Obama the enemy of humanity. That's a quote. Um, And and unfortunate echoes of the handmaid's tale aside, you know, in in some office circumstance, you ask a subordinate if she'd be a surrogate for, for, for yourself. Uh, there's no way that's on a normal office sort of menu of options. Nope. Uh, <laughs> there's an easy way to say that. You can't ask people who work for you to have your babies. That seems reasonable. I mean, that yeah. seems Can we like, write that down? Yeah. New, new rule. Yeah, I new mean, rule. I don't think you have to check the HR documents to see that. It's one of those things that's an unspoken yeah. rule in the workplace. Uh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, yes. Thank, Amen. You, thank you, CNN, for the human response. Oh, my God. Just... My God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm going over my old uh, employee handbook here. Okay. And I can't find the part where it says I can't ask a subordinate to carry my baby. It doesn't specifically say that. <laughs> true, true, it doesn't. I guess that, that's filed under uh, and I, just sexual harassment in general, but you're right. It doesn't specifically say that. No, it doesn't. I oh. went right to the index. I went right to the index part, and I looked up surrogate comma request nothing all this is is a fundamentalist way of saying a a fake christian a fundy going up to somebody and saying i want to fuck you (laughs) yeah that's exactly what he's fucking doing oh my god one of the most elaborate pickup lines ever such a fucking ugly monster man that women haven't i don't know gotten smarter since the 40s and the 50s i i don't i I don't understand the hubris of a person like this i I don't either i mean this is and and again really bad did he like 
investigate whether they actually had, you know, a significant other in their lives or anything before he did this? Did he stalk them to find out if they were single? I mean, what the fuck, you know, how, how does somebody get to the point where they can actually go and think, yeah, I'm just going to write up this contract and see if this will happen. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I hate these people. Isn't so a surrogate. So, doesn't it work that the sperm comes from the, you're Man. trying to normalize this. And the egg comes from the wife. And once it's fertilized in vitro, they put it in the surrogate. But it's not genetically the surrogates. Yes. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In that's theory, yeah. typically, normal, that's that's typically how it works. When you go okay. about it in the right way and you talk to, oh, maybe a friend of the family or even family members sometimes. There have been mothers mm-hmm. that have carried their daughters' and children. Sisters. Sure, you know? sure, sure. You know, I mean, no, this, this is, is, this this is, is not. More surrogate. This is not. A, this, is, this is a very delicate and private thing that needs to be done that you do not fucking take into the workplace. And from what I heard, this guy seemed to think that it's kind of normal to talk about this at work. It was three women. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know. Oh, it was three shit. women, and and I think it was the Washington Post piece where he didn't know that he he actually said, "Oh, I didn't know this was not cool." Yeah, I, I want to punch so much. I yeah, want to punch. That I mean, how old is he? I want to punch till I can't punch anymore. He's sixty. Come on, man. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, on that note, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more later. I know we got Cat coming on for a reverse call-in. We're running a little bit long here. We need to get to the Green News Report. I'm sure there'll be some happy news about wildfires. Um, uh, by the way, go watch the video of the guy rescuing the rabbit from the wildfires. It's awesome. Oh, It'll make oh you- that is cool. That's cool. Yeah. cool. So, uh, That's a our- human. Yes. That is that is human. Uh, unfortunately, we, we need to talk about more humans. But anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break, uh, and we'll be right back with lots more. Uh, turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Hello, young lovers. This is P.S. Mulder from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, wishing you and yours the happiest of holidays. Call me Pete. It's Thursday, December 7, 2017. Raging wildfire continues to burn in the heart of Los Angeles. Southern California wildfires continue to rage out of control. Interior Secretary proposes shrinking even more national monuments. New study warns even more public lands at risk due to fossil fuel exploitation. Plus, good news for renewable energy, it's now cheaper than both coal and nuclear plants. All of that good and not-so-good news straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Joyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Trump signed an order slashing the size of Bears Ears and Grand Staircase National Monuments. Yes, I can understand. Oh, hey, come on. It's reasonable that he doesn't care about them. They're just national monuments. They're not Confederate monuments. Oh, man. This is your Green News Report. 
Okay, Desi Doyen, as you reported in our previous Green News report, the Navajo Nation and other American Indian tribes are suing the Trump administration over slashing the size of those national monuments. And now outdoor recreation company Patagonia has announced that they, too, will sue, calling his reduction of the size of Bear's ears by 85 percent an extreme overreach in authority. The company also put a full-page banner on the front of their website, The President Stole Your Land, and Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke says that uh, that advertisement was shameful. Well, it looks like it's a very unpopular move that Trump has made. And more on that in just a minute. First off, though, California's most destructive fire season on record has just gotten worse. Just weeks after deadly wildfires in wine country in northern California, down here in southern California, multiple wind-driven wildfires exploded across the region this week. As we go to air, four major active fires are seriously straining the region's emergency resources in Total, the fires have destroyed more than 300 structures, forced the evacuations of nearly 200,000 people, shut down hundreds of schools and major freeway arteries, and enveloped the Los Angeles region in smoke. Thankfully, no deaths or major injuries have been reported. The largest and most destructive fire has hit the historic beach city of Ventura, California, burning 80 square miles, covering a football field every few seconds. In a press conference on Wednesday, Los Angeles County Fire Chief Daryl Osby told residents in woodland areas to be prepared to leave at a moment's notice. It's critically important if there's an incident in your area that you evacuate early. We're expecting wind gusts in some areas up to 80 miles per hour. If you see something, don't wait for the evacuation order. Leave. No official word yet on the causes of any of these fires. A multi-day Santa Ana wind event, the worst of the year, has created what the National Weather Service called, quote, a recipe for explosive fire growth. The state of California uses a color-coded wind map, and the most extreme wind is purple. They have never used that before. They are using that today. The region has had no meaningful precipitation since March. Because of global warming, California's winters are increasingly warmer and drier, and winter wildfires are increasing in frequency. Now fire season extends all year round. Meanwhile, in the wake of President Trump's slashing the size of two iconic national monuments to allow mining and drilling, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke has now released a draft proposal for shrinking even more of America's protected national monuments, focusing on Cascade Siskiyou in Oregon and Gold Butte in Nevada. Zinke also proposed management changes for six more. That's code for allowing drilling, logging, and mining. I can think of somewhere else I'd like to see some management changes. In a statement, Senator Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon noted that national monuments generate millions in tourism for local economies, saying, quote, Donald Trump's rollback harms rural economic progress and job creation. And also, very disturbingly, Zinke proposes opening up vast marine ocean reserves to industrial-scale commercial fishing, areas specifically set aside to rebuild depleted fisheries, crucial for sustaining the nation's seafood supply. And now a new report this week calculates just how much of the American public's land may be at risk of destruction from the Trump administration because they sit atop fossil fuels. In a first-ever comprehensive analysis, Greenpeace found that more than 120 million acres of federally protected lands larger than the state of California contain or overlap fossil fuel reserves and could be next on the chopping block as Trump reshapes American land policy to benefit the fossil fuel industry. 
finally, though, some good news for renewable energy. A new study finds the cost of new wind and solar projects is cheaper now than running existing coal and nuclear plants for electricity. The researchers project that as utility-scale battery storage comes online, renewables will outpace natural gas as well. Of course they will as those folks who give a damn have been saying for many years. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. Hey everyone, this is Rain and Bobber from, from FourFreedomsBlog.com. And we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at India Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. A happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't, don't drink the green eggnog. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. God bless the United States. Shrash. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Look at that rain. I bu- in, in Pete, I busted out the, the holiday bumpers you guys did last year. Isn't that fun? That was fun. Yeah. I was surprised. So. I was like, wait, that- I know those voices. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the program. P.S. Mueller, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, of course, check out psmueller.com or don't. Follow Pete on Facebook. Pete, Pete? are you back? We didn't lose Pete, did we? So maybe he's still. Maybe he's taking. Maybe he's taking a dump. Um, so <laughs> I kid. Uh, welcome shit. back. Are you, are you really? Are you I'm really? Th- I threw him maybe under the he's bus. Taking a shih tzu. Yes, he could be. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, uh, of course. The shih tzu. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. I am not on the toilet. That's good because really? if you if you weren't here, I would have been. I would have said, "Hey, maybe Joe's taking a dump." Um, so, and no, uh, no, you're not. No dump. Oh no dump. Goodness. You're the you're the dump. No dump it. No dump it. No dump. Uh, no dump. <laughs> you're the dump. Uh, and uh, last but most certainly not least, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Our girl Friday. Are you ready to find out who's in Chatland? I am. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. These 
greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Where are biscuits? You got any biscuits for sale in there? I got some. I got some biscuits. <laughs> I actually bought some biscuits Biscuit. at Aldi today. They're delicious. Oh, Susan made cheddar biscuits for us last night. Biscuit. Yeah. Dear God. Hmm. It's good. And wang. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so tonight in Chatland, we have Brokehammer. We have Clinster. We have Francie. We have Jay Collie. We have Cat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mayor. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have Presnip. Um, myself, Scoopster in Rhode Island. Scooter Cans. Tim Coromal. And Trojan Rabbit. I think that's it. I'm right. here. Oh, there he you're is. You're not in the chat, Pete. You're not in the chat. Were you taking a dump, Pete? Uh, no. Oh, I, okay. I, so I, I, I will say this. I, I, quite honestly... <laughs> I was inspecting the toilet. Oh, okay. Was the, okay. Was it, we, we, we have a to, we have a toilet there where the wax seal is gone to hell. Oh, we had a flood the other day, and we're as soon as we're off uh, the radio tonight, Dev and I are going to attempt to replace the wax seal. Uh, we just had Wait, the same sounds, problem. Is that code for something? Is that code for something? No, I know exactly what he's oh, okay. talking about. The wax seal because <laughs> uh, our the wax seal on our our toilet. Uh, went and it was leaking into the basement and we just went crazy and and had our uh, uh, Susan's sister's boyfriend Dan the plumber come and put in a new sub flooring and a uh, new toilet super efficient <laughs> toilet it's one of those okay, toilets yeah. you can flush a basket of golf balls down but I'm not gonna do <laughs> yeah, it yeah well our, our plumber didn't show today and uh, ah. we're going ahead without him there you go there you go by the call. way, Adam joined she our chat. She didn't return a second call. Mm. So uh, you need to call Kenny's brother-in-law. Yeah, Dan yeah. will drive out from Ohio. So, yeah. uh, but uh, but yes, and like Rain said, Adam is uh, is joined us in the chat. I haven't seen any birthdays. Any birthdays that you've seen, Rain? I haven't seen any. So. All right. Well, no. on on that There's a note, lot of birthers. There are a lot of birthers, and uh, the biggest one is in the White House. So let's go ahead and get to uh, reverse call in here. Reverse call in. Hello. Cat, are you there? I am here. Excellent. Hello, Cat. Welcome, hello, welcome. Rain. Say hello to everyone. Hello. Hello, Pete. Hello, hello. Hello, Joe. Hi, cat. Goodbye, old wax seal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so cat, thank you for joining us on short notice for uh, reverse calling tonight. Um, uh, anything on your mind tonight? A um, lot of things to discuss. There are a lot of things to discuss, and I'm pretty open to discussing anything, although I do want to say that yes. uh, last segment you were talking about one of the chief homophobes of the uh, Congress and his rather creepy um, way of approaching people to do things that one ought not approach subordinates to do uh trent franks that would be the ugly monster who uh 
Um, yeah, who is the most punchable man in DC for the moment? Yeah, well, there are a lot of punchable men in DC at the moment. <laughs> so many, so many. Yeah, Elsie Hastings is next up. Well, yeah, well. Sorry, and I didn't the, even well, but the sad thing is, there are punchable men on both sides of the aisle, this and as as much as it has pained me to have somebody that I looked up to, like Al Franken, yeah, be one of these people, I I am gonna break with what a lot of uh, a lot of people on the left have had to say about it mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say i am glad he's stepped down we need to have the moral high ground on this or else when we sit there and say well what about roy moore what about donald trump, trump? what about trump franks what about blake Farrant? hold they would just sit there and point at john conyers and mm-hmm. al franken and anybody else coming down the pipeline who is from our side of the aisle. So, you know, that's why we have to be zero tolerance. And I'm right behind Senator Gillibrand in that regard. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I got to read this real quick. Ma- meow goodness says, I hope it isn't the seventh wax seal. Sorry. About that. <laughs> But no, you're right. I I, I agree, uh, Kat. I, I've been very pained over the Al Franken thing. I do think it's the right thing to do. Uh, I I I I'm torn between. It's like, do we have the ethics investigation? I I, I honestly, I, I would have I would have liked to have that. But if the, uh, on the same token, you're you're right because you know how how can we take the moral high ground? And, you know, the the right-wingers are just going to be, well, look, look who you have. Look who you have on, you know. And I think it's and just the right I, thing to do. I I had sort of been in favor of the, the ethics committee investigation until I read Tina Dupuy's piece. And one of the things that she said in that uh, essay that she wrote for the Atlantic was please don't put the women through the circus of a committee hearing. I can see that. Rain, what do you think about that? I I don't agree. I'm sorry, Kat. I think you knew I was going to say that. I think you well, knew I was going to say well, that. Elaborate a little um, bit. Because, you know, there's one thing, and I've talked about this for the past few weeks on the show, and I read the Dupuy piece, too. Um, and I really like Tina Dupuy, and I do respect yeah. her. But I know we've, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain this, but to say that, you know, that, I, I just, I, I don't know if that reaches the level of of sexual inappropriateness it does reach the level that she says she felt uncomfortable and i do agree with her so i'm i'm going to stick with my feeling that i believe both of them when it comes to al franken and i know this is not popular and and the idea of zero tolerance and i like 
Gillibrand very much. I've met her. She's a really nice person. Um, I need I need Kristen Gillibrand to call for Donald Trump's resignation, and she hasn't done that. Yeah, we need a lot of Democrats. I mean, to do that. you know, and what I want to say wait, 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 wait. I want to say one more thing. I want to say one more thing. Um, there, there are two issues here. The way I see it, one is the political issue, and one is the actual issue of Me Too, which should not be political. And I mm-hmm. think that we need to figure out a way to find that very hard alley of of separating those two things. Because if we're going to say me too, we are women. We are women. And we are just as, we're smart. And so we should be allowed to, to say, wait, let's, let's, let's bring this back and have a conversation about this. Because the reality is, is that there, ha- and I'm not saying all women, so please understand that I'm not playing the both sides. I'm not trying to play a game here. There yeah. have been women out there who have made fake accusations in the past, and it has hurt us deeply. And, and in our Me Too movement, we need to handle this very carefully. There mm-hmm. are different layers of things. Al Franken is a boorish man. He, he may have grabbed somebody's waist too many. I, I don't know. We didn't get the investigation that he wanted. Yeah. But zero tolerance, I think, is very dangerous for us women because it, it's going to force us into a place of Victorianism where you know, it, nobody's going to want to talk. See, I'm, 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 cut sorry, down, I'm cut down the middle on this. And I want to say one thing, and Kat, I'll, I'll give it back to you. Adam uh, yeah. says in the chat, the moral high ground is meaningless. No, it's not. No, it's not. Don't be that cynical. I mean, when Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high, take that to heart. That was not a throwaway line. So, yeah, the moral high ground is not meaningless. But, again, I'm split down the middle. Kat, go ahead and respond to uh, uh, Rain. There there are a few few different uh, points that I want to um, respond to here. Um. First of all, I find it very difficult to believe that it's a situation where we have to just accept that some guys are handsier than others. Because, for example, last night I was at um, a gathering, and when I was leaving for the evening, the uh, person who hosted asked if I was a hugger or a handshaker. I mean, it's that simple. Just sure. ask somebody what their level of comfort is. When, I agree. When, when you're going to take a picture with them, are, is it okay if I put my arm around your waist, or would you rather not have that? Yeah. Instead... It was just an assumption. Here, let me put my arm around your waist so that you can decorate my arm. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, you know, I, I'm just in that, I'm not okay with that. I I, I want to. I'd like to respond to that if that's okay because yeah, I know that there's there's women like me and there's women like Cat who are on in these different I guess lanes. I don't know what you'd call it, but I said this last. I think it was. I think it was last week, or was it Tuesday? Every week's a month. Every yeah, month. who knows I, when? I, I think that women have 
for since the 80s been on the forefront of notosexual harassment and i don't believe that men have and i'm not trying to make excuses for them i just believe culturally men have not gotten it and now it's it's, oh, it's in their face so hard right now and i said but, this but i said this they... wait 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 i said this there are some men that were never going to they're never going to, it's never going to click, but mm -hmm. there are men where I think we need to allow them to understand that things are changing. We need to, when, you know, when I hear zero tolerance, I, I, the feeling I get is that, no, you're shunned and you don't get to grow and learn from what women have been trying to tell you for 30 years. But, but when I say zero tolerance, what that means is no, you don't get to excuse your past bad behavior. And I understand there are degrees and that this isn't nearly as bad as Roy Moore. But what Roy Moore has done has a punishment defined in law. Unfortunately, the statute of limitations has passed and he can't yeah. be prosecuted for it but there is a punishment in law and it's prison so the punishment for that is a lot worse than being asked to step down from your position in the senate so it's not that we're making the punishment for franken more severe it's just that we can't punish more mm. oh, oh. well I will tell I, you what. Mm, yeah, go. And, uh, I, I see your and, point. And, I do see your the, point. But you look at, you look other, at somebody like Franken, and <clears throat> it it could be because I, I I think you and I are about the same age. Things are different now. Things are different now, and things were more acceptable then, by both men but, and women. By but both this men is and women. We're talking about two thousand nine. It wasn't that different eight years since ago. We've changed it a lot. It wasn't that different. No, I think we have. I mean, 2009, I so. when, these, when these women, just to bring up Harvey Weinstein, he was doing these horrific things to women in 2009, and they couldn't come forward. Well, the climate is, the, the climate has certainly changed. Of uh, again, with the, the the many voices that are coming out now saying, "Look, this has right and wrong hasn't changed." True. Yeah, true, it has. But I, no, I think what, what's right and wrong has changed. I, I I disagree. And and what I'm what I'm what I'm talking about is not what I'm talking about. What what is viewed as right and wrong in society? It used to be wrong for a woman to get a job. It used to be right to keep people in chains. Exactly, well, and it's not right. anymore. So, I mean. <laughs> I, but I just, that doesn't think that doesn't mean with with hindsight that we can't say, you know, I'm sorry, but that's not acceptable. Yeah, we, in we're kind of getting in. We're getting I, into I really the weeds with moral relativism right now, and I I respect both sides here from Rain and Cat. Again, I'm cut down the I'm middle here. Fish off cat. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think that's, that's I just, going, I like this is a good debate. this is a good debate. This is a very good debate. I don't think anybody's angry or, or pissed or anything like that. Um, but I'm just saying we're kind of getting into moral relativism right now. Um, and 
this could be seriously a huge conversation for uh, an entire show. And maybe that's a show that we need to have. Maybe this is a discussion we need to have to kind of open things up. Um, but we are at the top of the hour. Cat, I uh, if you want to if you want to stick around for the next hour, we're going to change topics. But if you feel like you want to talk about some more stuff, because we're going to talk about Trump Russia and stuff like that after the break, I'm willing to stick around and talk about other things too. All right, but all right. So I, I, I just I I needed to vent about the the effort to minimize. Total, totally understood. Totally Kat, understood. But I, I think I this is you know we're in a good Wait, spot here. I but please know, go ahead. Go Wait, ahead. I want Kat to know that I was not trying to minimize what she was saying. I, I, I hope I, you don't think I was. I don't think you were, but no. I've I've heard a lot on the radio this week, particularly on Stephanie's show, where it's like constantly trying to minimize what happened, and I'm just really frustrated with that it's, at this point. It's I a tricky. Understand. It's a tricky situation. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't mean to diminish the whole thing by saying it's tricky, but it, you know, it's a delicate subject because you know there there are you know I, I'm hearing again I'm cut down the middle on this. And I don't know about Joe and Pete, you know, where, where do you guys land on this? Because I mean, not, you know, are, are They're going to the wax toilet bowl thing, <laughs> going to the, se the seventh wax seal, the seventh wax seal. All right. Forget it. Uh, well, you know, frankly, uh, to be honest with you, I am totally sick of this shit. And so a zero tolerance matter uh, is fine with me. Yeah. You know, Al should go. Uh, more should be cast into the flames below, and uh, <laughs> and let's elect more women and uh, there we go. fuck yeah. everything else. Yeah. Um, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, oh, and France. France. Americans uh, behaving like angry teenagers. And fuck oh, that. and b by the way, Francie is saying, Kenny Pick, if you if you have a show dedicated to this topic, I am in. Maybe that's yeah, what bring, Tuesday. Maybe we should have this Jody before. If you can. Yeah, well, well jo jo we're going to give Jody a little bit more time since uh, you know the oh, passing okay. of uh, her uh, her godfather. Um, uh, but uh, but at any rate, all right, Cat, you're going to stick around. We're going to change topics. We're yeah. going to talk about Trump, Russia, of course, Mad Libs, everybody. But Francie, I, 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 I smell what you're stepping in. I like the idea. Maybe we'll do that for next Tuesday. At least dedicate a, a couple hours to it, unless uh, you know, or at least an hour. Let's do an hour. Well, well, because we did the the round table, uh, you know, with Susan and uh, um, uh, Michelle and Rain the other day, that was very good. So maybe we need to do this more. Ladies, step up. We want to hear your voices. Drop me a line on Facebook or put it in the chat, and we'll we'll get things uh, worked out. But uh, and again, Hebert, stop being so cynical. The moral high ground is all we have anymore. Come on. Anyway, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Well, one more hour of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
<laughs> and now, on with the show. Scheiße. All I want for Christmas is my two front tips. My two front tips. See my two front tips. United Scheiße. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And if you join us in our chat room, you will experience doom and gloom, everyone. Uh, so <laughs> but no, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms blog uh, had some hot toddies tonight. Welcome back. I know, and I'm back. Excellent. I just made it back. All right, all right, very good. From another toddy? I was yes. waxing the toilet. I don't. <laughs> 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 wax right on, there. wax off. And uh, no, the wax ring is very real. This is not an Alex Jones conspiracy theory. I know. Um, yes, so uh, otherwise known as the dreaded wing of, ring of wax. Yes. yes. <laughs> One wax ring to rule them all. P.S. Mueller in Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin. Welcome back to the program, sir. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, also known as Steamtown. Welcome back. This is so, so strange. What's and that? By the way, I want to jump in. What about Just wax quick. rings? Oh. Oh, okay. I, I do think I do think that Kanye should get an ethics investigation too. I think they all should, Cat. Well. Anyway, Joe, I'm sorry. You know what else? You know who, who I think should get something is Joe should get a jingle. Ooh, yes. Hey, Joe. Go to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. You have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? We all love clowns so much. Joe, welcome back. Thank you. I love clowns. Yeah. Who doesn't? Not, and not the ones in Washington. Everybody loves clowns up until that one point. Until they don't. Yeah. Right. Bingo. And last but most certainly not least, my sister from another Mr. Uh, state mate uh, in Columbus, Ohio, the heart of it all, John Kasich territory. Cat, welcome back. 
thank you, Kenny, and I'm trying very hard not to freeze my yabas off. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little. Uh, my arthritis has been acting up. My knees have been uh, saying, "Hey, what happened?" Uh, Is it cold so, up there? Oh, oh it was. Yaba. Hey, what happened? It was 19 degrees this morning when I went into work. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I would say it was probably about 25 when I went to work today. Um, well, I, th- I think we still have a little is, bit of this is, warm air off the lake, maybe. But go ahead, Kat. I, I was going to say, <clears throat> this is the time of year when Cleveland stays a little bit warmer thanks to the lake. <laughs> yeah, bingo. So, uh, all right. Well, here we go, everybody. Uh, we're going to go ahead and shift gears here. We're going to talk a little bit of Trump Russia, everybody. And uh, Jake Tapper had an interesting segment on his program last night. You guys remember that Trump Russia or that, that Trump Tower meeting with the Russian attorney about Russian adoptions? Yeah, I remember Ms. that. Ms. Yeah. Veselnitskaya. Yes. I can't believe you can pronounce her name. God damn it. That's yeah, impressive. God damn it. Your Slavic heritage. It's really impressive. Because I'm like Miss Junstich. Like like Trump. Whatchamacallit. What things keep falling? My alien figure fell down. Oh no! My xenomorph <laughs> fell off my shelf. So <laughs> that's that's what Thanks I have. Thanks, Obama. In, I don't have. Yeah, seriously, what's going Thanks, on? Thanks, Obama. Yeah, I don't have elf on a shelf in this house. I have xenomorph on a shelf uh, in this house. Um, so uh, anyway, let's while I play with my action figure here and get ready for Mad Libs. Um, let's listen to, uh, the new revelations about that, uh, Trump tower meeting, uh, you know, all about adoption. Here's clip one from Jake Tapper. Breaking news for you right now on the Russia investigation and the question of whether the Trump team has been disclosing the whole truth about that June 2016 meeting that Donald Trump Jr. helped set up between the campaign and a woman he had been told was a Russian lawyer promising incriminating information about Hillary Clinton. Donald Trump Jr. testified before the House Intelligence Committee all day yesterday, where, among other questions, he was asked more about what was discussed at that meeting, CNN has learned. And as you may recall, Trump Jr. set up the meeting after receiving an email from music publicist Rob Goldstone, who works for a Russian pop star. The June 9th meeting was attended by Trump Jr., Jared Kushner, and campaign chair Paul Manafort in 2016. But after the public learned about this meeting earlier this year, which the Trump team had hidden from the American people for more than a year, Team Trump attempted to downplay it. First, they lied about what the meeting was about. Then they claimed nothing happened at all at the meeting. It wasn't really follow-up because there's nothing there to follow up. It, you know, but as we were walking out, he said, listen, I'm sorry for that. There wasn't really follow-up. There was nothing there, Donald Trump Jr. said, but CNN has learned there were follow-up communications. CNN is reporting this right now, ones that congressional investigators are exploring to determine whether there was more to that June 9th, 2016 meeting at Trump Tower than has been disclosed. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think there, Rain? I think I'm eating a banana chip. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Sorry. We'll come back to you. Kat, uh, any thoughts on that? I think it's rather interesting in the regard that they thought that we were really going to buy the idea that it was about Russian 
adoption and yeah. not what it was really about. Yeah, Joe? <laughs> I believe them. <laughs> In fact, Joe has adopted uh, uh, 10 Russian collies. So That's right. I find it perfectly uh, real. I believe him. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mueller, any, any thoughts? Uh, deniably implausible. I think we should get to the next clip here because it gets better. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm done with my banana chip. Oh, what do you have? What do you have? I think it's really funny. First, we didn't meet the Russians. Then we met with the Russians a couple of times. Then we met with the Russians, but there was no collusion. And now we're at the point where it's where it, Trump's lawyer, Sokolow, Sokolow, Sokolow. Yeah, Sokolow. Yeah, there was collusion. It was collusion, but that's not illegal. That's where we are. Like there, there's been a really slow, slippery slope. Yeah, there's also been a very slow burn on this story as well, as we will hear. <laughs> Uh, Jim Shudo uh, has uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump Jr.'s memory seems to be failing him on this whole meeting too. Tell us more about what you're learning. What was this follow-up communication from that meeting? So, so headline here that there these are previously undisclosed emails. They show that there were some follow-up communications about that meeting between some of the participants in that meeting, uh, specifically the British publicist who arranged that June 2016 meeting. His name Rob Goldston, as Jake was saying there sent multiple emails uh, both to a Russian participant and to a member of Donald Trump's inner circle. And this is according to multiple sources who have read these emails, telling my colleague Manu Raju, Jeremy Herb, and I, the emails raising new questions for congressional investigators, both regarding what was discussed at that meeting at Trump Tower, the subject of the conversations, as well as what communications there were in the days and weeks following that meeting. As Jake was saying, Trump Jr. has for months contended that after being promised he would get dirt on Hillary Clinton in Trump Tower, the brief meeting focused almost exclusively on the issue of Russian adoption, saying that there there was no discussion with the participants after that session. No discussion at all. The emails were raised at Wednesday's classified hearing with Trump Jr. He told congressional investigators that he could not recall those interactions, several sources tell us. I should also note that the White House has declined to comment for this story, as did Rob Goldson's lawyer. Huh. That's so weird that they declined to talk to <laughs> That's Joe. That is so bizarre that they uh, decided not to comment on this story, huh? Uh, Ron Goldstone, by the way, is played by Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, these these people. You know, I'm glad they they weren't involved in the Kennedy assassination because then we'd know right away who did it. I know, right? Yeah, the yeah. Bowery yeah. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Ted Cruz's father. Oh, that is see. Well. There you go. There you go. I love I love the clip that Cap brought up Stephanie Miller. I love the clip every time they talk about Goldstone. They played from Gypsy. Have an egg roll, Mr. Goldstone. <laughs> I, had my I have I haven't heard that yeah, but that's that's that yes, sounds that's pretty a funny. Song from Gypsy. I had my gold stones removed from my belly button. Oh God! See, that All man right. has not had anything removed ever. No, no, no. He's backed up. He have his, he's ven- he should probably have his veneers removed. Um, yeah, and he's uh, had his bones removed. Yeah. He has 
opioid-induced constipation. Oh, it's the gold stone. <laughs> yeah, I bet he sleeps in a box, you know, from with, with full of soil from his homeland. Uh, oh, I just just in order to have a container to take the shape of, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Bet you that box doesn't have a wax ring. Yeah. <laughs> No, no um, wax um, ring at all. Say it again, Pete. Say it again. Slap his hand down on a newspaper, and the newsprint would just come right up on it. <laughs> like silly putty. I like it. Yeah. All right, cat. Yeah, sure. Cat. Any thoughts before we get to the next one? Uh, go ahead. Go on to the. All right, here's the next one. So much more info from the Trump Tower meeting. Uh, here is, uh, uh, I believe this is Manu Raju uh, talking about Rob Goldstone. Uh, oh, this, this shit's crazy. This shit is crazy. Uh, I, 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 I'm not even going to tell you. Ethel Merman. You do kind of have a good, you got a good Ethel Merman vibe going on. But anyway, um, the merm going on there. It's a hobby of mine. It's a hobby anyway. of hers. Uh, all right, listen to this. This is fucking nuts. Manu, what specifically did the email say? Well, one of these emails, Jake, uh, discusses a topic that we have actually not heard discussed before. The email actually from Goldstone to the form, to the senior Trump campaign aide, Dan Scavino, who's actually now one of President Trump's closest aides. And in this email uh, from Goldstone, it encourages Scavino to convince then-candidate Trump to create a page on the Russian social media site VK. And now he says, Goldstone says in this email that, quote, uh, that, quote, uh, Don and Paul were on board with this idea. Now, that's a reference to Donald Trump Jr. and Paul Manafort. Now, uh, what he, what we have now learning from our sources is that this was broached at that June 2016 meeting. At the end of this meeting, uh, Goldstone brought this up to both Paul Manafort and Donald Trump Jr. And that's the first time we're hearing about anything beyond uh, this issue of, of adoptions uh, being discussed at this meeting. Now, Jake, one source uh, who is familiar with this uh, with this situation says that Goldstone proposed this as a, quote, cute marketing idea. He said that it was simply an effort to try to appease a friend, an acquaintance uh, at a Russian social media site. We have not been able to determine at CNN whether or not there was any uh, page set up on that site, uh, VK, uh, but Jake, Goldstone pushed this idea with uh, some of the more senior members of the Trump campaign after uh, the meeting. Uh, what the... Seriously, what the hell? They w wanted to set up a pro-Trump social media page on the Russian equivalent of fucking Facebook. This is insane. Of course, naturally. <laughs> oh my god! Like you never did, Ken. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually went to well, the. Yeah, go ahead. Vladimir Kat. Putin has a page on Facebook, so wouldn't it only be natural? Come on. Oh, it's See? not unusual to be on VK at any time. Uh, it's not unusual to be on VK at any time. There you go. Ethel <laughs> Merman. But sorry, what I'm really? Sorry. Seriously, the Joe. Russian Ethel Merman. Joe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Merman. <laughs> the Merm. I love Ethel Merman, but anyway. 
I love Ethel Merman, who is half man, half fish, and his first name is she Ethel. She was married for one month to Ernest Borgnine. Oh, right. really? the, the only the only thing Couldn't I ever saw her in that I liked was the cameo in Airplane 2. Oh, she was great in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Oh, that's a great movie. I love that. She was inspired. Yeah. That's a great movie. That that that's one of those movies they played on Sunday on local syndicated uh, TV out of Pittsburgh when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but seriously, th- 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 this gold uh, Goldstone is that his name? Yeah, Goldstone. Yes. Hey, yes. here's a great idea: set up a Russian social media pro Trump page. I mean, this is know you know this is small potatoes. In, in the in the whole grand scheme of things. But this is how fucking much they were colluding. Is that, you know, the, the, they almost went very public and had a pro-Trump VK, a.k.a. Russia's Facebook page. My God, this is so dumb. It- and by the way, VK has about 55,000 people on it. <laughs> I looked That's at it. it. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. everybody in Minsk. Yeah, everybody in Minsk is on there. Everybody uh, in Minsk is on there. They have uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up. They ran out of vodka. I, I'm going to look it up one more time. Uh, uh, let me see. The, the, Engli- the English version, I'm, I'm, I'm clicking on it. There are yeah, 52,298 members. <laughs> so that's kind of like face brochure. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to Facebook. So, uh, Rob Goldstone. Uh, so the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. Yeah, it does. Sucks a lot. Um, any other thoughts on did this? Because I, I actually have three more clips from this. Did this you? Segment. Um, did you guys talk about the story that broke today in the first uh, hour? Oh, the uh, you're talking about the the uh, new uh, warrants and. All that? No, I'm talking. No? I'm talking about the WikiLeaks stuff with Trump and Trump Jr. Um, we haven't really talked about it because there was okay. a bit of it. There was a bit of an error. CNN had to correct their reporting on it. Unfortunately, I didn't record audio for it before they corrected okay. it. So uh, we'll, we'll probably this it sort of ties into that story it, it that does. broke today. It does. It but does. okay, so, I wasn't sure. I didn't want to step over. Stories. No, no, you're good. So, um, uh, but yeah, let, uh, all right. Let's go ahead and listen to the next one here. This one, uh, uh, more from Jim Shudo. Um, oh yeah, but, well, actually, now that you mention it, Rain, here's a little bit on that. I'm not sure if this is 100 percent accurate. But uh, don't blame me. Blame CNN. Uh, you were telling me one of the emails also references the DNC hack. It does. Uh, Listen to this. This was an email that was dated June 14th, 2016, just five days after that Trump Tower meeting. And in it, Goldston forwarded a story actually from CNN on Russia's hacking of DNC emails to his client, Russian pop star Emin Agalarov and Ike Kavaladze, who both attended that meeting. They were they were in that room in June 2016. And he described that news again, a CNN story uh, of the just revealed news that Russia had hacked the DNC. He described that news to those Russians as, quote, eerily weird, given what they had discussed at Trump Tower five days earlier. Now we reached out 
One of the sources familiar with the content of the email downplayed that interaction, saying that news of the DNC hack was surprising because in the run-up to the Trump Tower meeting, the Russian participants had promised information on illicit funding of the DNC from Russia. Uh, but that dirt was not provided to Trump Jr., Kushner, and Manafort during the meeting. I should also add that Manafort. Scott Bauber, he's an attorney for Kavaladze, uh, the, one of the other people on the other end of this email. He confirms that his client did receive that email, that forwarded CNN story on the DNC Russia hack, but reviewed it, viewed it as odd only because hacking was never discussed uh, in that meeting. Uh, yeah, no, because it was all Russian adoption is what they were talking about that meeting, yeah. of course. And, and the correction that CNN put out uh, to my understanding, was that they originally said it was September fourth. Yeah, and it, it was, was actually September fourteenth. Fourteenth, yeah. Which I think makes it kind of worse. I don't know. You know that that was, was the thing to the election. Yeah, yeah. So uh, again, it's not like mm. Pizzagate. It's not like uh, birtherism or anything like that. They fucked up a date and they corrected it. You know, it's not even as bad as what Brian Ross, you know, and by the way, sorry, I played that Brian Ross audio and last week and it wasn't no, quite right. But, but even uh, then, I'm, it goes to motive. Brian Ross wasn't out there trying to spread something that wasn't true. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, going back to having the high ground, Brian Ross was suspended. Yeah. You know, but this this whole email story and this whole this is this is kind of a big deal. A BFD, it's kind of a big deal because it as was Biden it, would say. those emails were sent to Trump too. Yeah. Even though Trump doesn't read emails because he, he can't, can't read, read. and he, he <laughs> yeah, and he, also, he believes that computers are he Trump thinks computers are conspiratorial. So he does. Whatever. He does. So uh, those little handheld ones. Oh yeah, well, yes, yeah. He yes. doesn't know that's a computer, Joe. Mm. Um. Anyway, I really don't think he does. <laughs> All right. Does anybody mm -hmm. else have anything to to chime in? I'm going to try and get through these last two clips because we actually have a Republican on the next one. Uh, somebody who worked for Mitt Romney, who who has something to say about this, just entirely failed. Uh, you know, the, the messaging and the cover up and everything about this meeting and the ever changing story. Um, but, uh, uh, Kat, did you want to jump in before we get to that? No, go, go ahead and play the next one. Uh, well, but before that, uh, Joe, any, any thoughts? I just realized that Ryan Goldstone is, uh, Blake Fahrenheit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. they oh. do resemble one another. I think they're cousins. <laughs> do they both have yeah. ducky PJs? Uh, I've never seen them together. See, there you yeah. go. Uh, uh, Pete, you got any? Have any thoughts uh, on this uh, I, Trump I, I Tower meeting? Sworn I saw him in Beetlejuice too, but uh, <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Well, listen to this. This is uh, uh, Kevin uh, Madden. Used to work for Mitt Romney. Um, talk well. It, uh, Jake Tapper says, "Doesn't this whole thing sound a little fishy?" And uh, Kevin Madden has a little more clarification on the legal definition of fishy. Going back to the one about the the hack in one of the emails, Goldston forwarded a CNN story on Russia and hacking of DNC emails to Kushner and Manafort, uh, describing the news as eerily weird, given what they had discussed at Trump Tower five days earlier. Um, that's fishy. 
Uh, fishy is one word. <laughs> um, I think it's also just, uh, I think the words that the investigators would use, and, and I think maybe even those in the special counsel's office would use, which is, is inconsistent. And that level of inconsistency continues to drive more and more attention to so many of these players. That's the other thing, too, is that um, the, the, the net seems to get wider and wider and bring more and more people involved in it. And I think if you look at the fact that there are two backdrops that are really troubling, I think, um, as part of the, the inquiries into uh, Donald Trump Jr. The first is that he already went up and testified, and what you have is another invitation to come back and testify. That means that there's just a high level of unsatisfaction or dissatisfaction with uh, some of the answers that he gave in his previous testimony. The second backdrop is against Michael Flynn as a turned witness. So now what they're doing is measuring what he said against some of uh, the some of what they're hearing from Michael Flynn and trying to find those inconsistencies. And I think that has to be troubling um, for a lot of those folks in the White House that are involved in pushing back on this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely a nervous shart inducing at this point. I mean, they're, you know, you should see the walls. It's like a Jackson Pollock painting in the Oval Office at this point. Um, <laughs> Brown Jackson Pollock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. few shades. I've seen one. There are, they're out there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but seriously, uh, you know that this is uh, troublesome that the story has changed, that the reliability of Don Trump Jr. has come into question. That he keep, I mean, really seriously, I want I want all of the hearings for uh, of Don Trump Jr. to be public. Oh God damn it! It's as frustrating as it was. Back when, um, you know, the the Bush Cheney uh, private, uh, you know, uh, yeah. interviews were going on. The 9-11 oh. hearings. Yeah, the 9-11 hearings, exactly. That were off the record. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess fortunately, the, the is the Don Trump Jr. stuff on the record, though? Yes. Okay. Everything so. I've seen so far, yes. But man, I wish it was televised. I really wish it was recorded. So, um... <laughs> Mm. I'm not really into watching people poop their pants. <laughs> I would make an exception. I, I, I probably would, too. Um, you know, the most amazing thing about all of this, you know, the, what you were talking, you know, those clips there and what we found out this morning that somebody gave the Trump campaign, you know, the, the encrypted key to get into the WikiLeaks server, which yeah. is most likely... Um, in Russia is the fact that none of these people, not Donald Trump Jr., not Trump, not um, Kellyanne Conway, Spicer, any of these people, Hope Hicks, Manafort, mm -hmm. none of them know what Mueller has. And it was only until today that Mueller had to turn over all of the crap that he had on Manafort to Manafort's attorneys because it's going to trial that people started realizing oh he's got a lot of stuff yeah and so all of really these does. people who've been dancing and you know tap dancing around pretending like this isn't serious mm -hmm. the, 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 all of those files that were turned over and Joe thanks for bringing that up um, in our chat all of these people have been tap dancing around pretending like this is no big deal yeah all of those files that Mueller had on just Manafort and Gates. Now people know exactly where Mueller is going. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump Jr. has got to be shitting his pants today. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Well, he's been lying. I have actually I have audio of him shitting his pants. Uh, <laughs> the, so uh, it, here it is. Ow! That came out of my penis. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no. penis in okay. this house. So, um, but all I'm right, well, crossing my legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty gross. It's. Uh, all right, so here's the last one. The the and this is um um Jen Psaki. Love Jen Psaki. Um, the Trump cult has lost the plot with all the lies and backtracking, and of course Don Jr. going back for more ass whippings. Um, you know they 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 have totally fucked up the communications on this whole. Uh, uh, Trump Tower meeting with the Russian lawyer. Uh, Kat, the pronunciation of her name again? Veselnitskaya. Thank you. God, I All love right. that, Kat. <laughs> Veselnitskaya. All right. Here you go. Uh, last clip. And Jen, as a communications professional, I mean, um, they have uh, basically violated every rule of Washington disclosure, which is get it all out, get it all out in your own terms. And don't lie. And the don't, and don't lie. It started off with, oh no, the conversation, well, it started off with, we'd never, we'd never met with mm-hmm. any Russians. Then it became, uh, the, we had a meeting, but it was just about Russian adoptions and little by little. And still here we are, the, this story was broken over the summer, here we are in December, still learning more about this meeting. That's right. And look, from the very beginning, it was never believable that this meeting was about Russian adoptions. That's an irritant for the United States. It's not for the Russians. They were the ones who made that decision. So there were always going to be questions about what exactly happened, just like there are still questions, although we can guess, about the conversations that Flynn had with Kislyak. So one of the communications issues here is obviously that there's still many black holes. Mueller may know a lot more about this. People on the investigative team may may know a lot more about this, but the communication team, who perhaps no fault of their own, have completely lost all control. And there may be pieces that are going to sprinkle out every single day for the next several months. That's a terrible spot. And it always, always. Aw, I feel so bad for them. (laughs) The I love the fact that they're like the communications team may have lost control. I don't know who the communications team is, if we're talking about the Trump communications or the White House, but the bottom line is that the communications team has been lied to right from the start. They never had a chance to have control. The communications team is the wind-up jokey uh, uh, dentures. Um, I mean, right? (laughs) They may be the first conspirators that that have never talked to each other. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's amazing. Yeah, Cat. The communications, the communications team is, uh, depending on what point in time you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, Kellyanne and uh, Hope Hicks. His Hope name Hicks. is Hope, Hope Hicks. Hicks is now mm-hmm. um, for ten days. Scaramucci Spicer. That was awesome. <laughs> Spicer, that was the one whose name was escaping me. Spicy, and um, and Sarah Fuckabee, and well, you know, here's something. I got to tell you something, Cat. Joe and I were talking about this. The fact that she keeps saying I haven't talked to the president. I think that she's actually like not talking to the president, so she doesn't become culpable. 
I, no, I, I, I think most of the communications department is getting direction from General Kelly on what they should be saying, and they're not talking directly to the president or the vice president. Fuckabee. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Sorry, I had to do it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a train wreck. It's a train it's wreck. Amazing. It, yeah, yeah. Um, he's wandering around the uh, you know the uh, the living quarters of the White House, shrieking like King Lear. Yeah, you know they don't want anybody to actually see him. No, no, no. Well, you know, you know, I don't think he's shrieking like King Lear. I think he's singing his favorite song at this point. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth. All right. Uh, Wouldn't it be great to hear, have him and Ben Carson do a duet? Oh, it oh, would be belo- it, it would be a, a, a lovable, beloved thing. God bless the United States. It would be like Muppets without hands in their heads. <laughs> yeah, well, these, yeah. Wow. Wow. P.S. Mueller, wow. that is that is uh, uh, the most profound thing I think I've ever heard on the show. And for that, <laughs> you get you get one of your favorite things, and that's the the boogity amen, right here. There you go. In Jesus' name, boogity boogity boogity. All right, we are way overdue for a break right now, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, run to that. Uh, and when we come back, we got some Mad Libs from Cat Mad Libs, everybody. And then uh, we'll wrap up this program. Meow. Um, meow. All right, let's go. Yes. We'll hit the, break. <laughs> hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night. Uh, well, one more segment of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It really makes you feel good. Says who? Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. And we want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip. Drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season. My mother used to sing to me when I was growing up in the Hawaiian Isles. Sing along now. Melekeleke Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikilikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikilikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. 
That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night Melancholy Vodka is Hawaii as well To say Merry Christmas to you To say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. Sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Melancholy is the wise way to stay. I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Ending Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night, and I want to wish every one of you a happy Hanukkah Monzadon. Isn't that right, Suze? Yes, happy Hanukkah Monzadon. Hey, and don't you worry, all of our cats are working on presents for you right now. The Doctor, Timby, and Jeliza Rose are all chewing on tinsel at this very moment, working on a special surprise for all of you. That's right, Ken, and it wouldn't be the holidays without tinsel hanging out of all of our cats' butts. <laughs> So true. Happy holidays from Indie Media Weekly. 
Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Columbus. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Madison. Welcome back to this our lightning round of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Uh, because it's all Mad Libs from here on out, everybody. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's the jingle. Yes. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. Cat Mad Libs. Oh, by the way, I just ordered more new Mad Libs um, from Amazon. <laughs> so we'll have some more coming soon. But yeah, we're still working on Cat Mad Libs, Mr. Mueller. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it sure is. So, all right, let's go alphabetical tonight on the show. Uh, Joe, I need a type of liquid. Santorum. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Cat, I need uh, the name of a female conservative. Coltergeist. Oh, Ann Coulter. Uh, Or or would you just like Coltergeist? Either way, whichever you prefer. I'll put Ann uh, Ann Coltergeist. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, split the difference. Uh, Geist. Uh, all right. Um, let me see. Pete, I need an exclamation. Yeah. An exclamation. Um, an exclamation. Yeah. Help! Help! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be funny. Uh, rain, a type of food. A type of food? Um, all right, let me... Um, a type of food, a type of food, a type of food. What did you have with your hot toddies tonight? Pie. I like pie. You like Would pie? You, we, I, I love pie. So Pie. Yes. All right. Very good. Um, Joe, part of the body. Uh, kneecap. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so cat nice. and animal. Russian bear. <laughs> fancy uh, bear. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> fancy bear. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so, all right. Uh, th- that's it. The, that's all we needed for these Mad Libs, and 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 goodly so, relieved. goodly so, bigly so, um, because uh, we don't have a lot of time left. So here we go from Cat Mad Libs. This one's called "My House, My Rules." It's 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 like a letter. It's a it's a letter from a cat to its owner. I'll give you a little more setup. Uh, so it says, "Sleazy servant." It's quite obvious that you think you control me, but we all know that I am in charge of this slush. You think I am just a simple cat, 
but I am, <laughs> but I am uh, able to out slush you any day of the week. Apparently, slush got used twice there. My apologies. Uh, please be aware that your house is actually mine, and I am not to be disturbed if I happen to be sleeping on your bed or favorite piece of booger. Oh, the cat! My cats are meowing at me in disapproval. Disapproval of that. Cats don't so. approve of booger ever. Well, uh, uh, this is where the the noun gets used again. This is where the noun <laughs> should have gotten used again. It says, "I will scratch any piece of booger I want." Ugh. <laughs> 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 I do not want to drink Santorum from an ordinary bowl. I prefer to lap water from a colluding faucet or toilet. So please please remember to leave the toilet seat up. I don't care what Ann Coltergeist has to say about that. Don't try to get me to yank during the day. You should know that I'm better than that. I prefer to yank at night when you are asleep. This is well, don't we all? This is much more fun. <laughs> you are a gross, a, a, a gross human, but you are my human with tolerance. You are super corpulent cat. All right. That was good. It, was, it wasn't bad. I screwed up I'm on sorry the for uh, interrupting. I thought that was kind of funny though. No, no, I screwed up with slush <laughs> apparently. Um. <laughs> Am I in your way? That's the the next one. Help! Were you trying to type? <laughs> I just felt I just felt the need to lie on your fiber keyboard at this moment. That tick you're trying to write isn't as creepy as as, as my nap. Uh, doesn't really make sense, but it's fun. It's fun nonetheless. Uh, oh, and did you want to read today's bulb? Though it's much more elf like. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry tough it's much more elf like uh, that I use it as a place uh, uh, to do my puking <laughs> oh and, and I hope you aren't going to uh, do the silverfish today as I am planning on tripping in the laundry gnat all day and I don't want to be disturbed let me know when you are going to start preparing dinner, as I can help not th- knock things off the mold. And when you sit down to puke, I will certainly expect a few pieces of food from your handmaid. But please, no pie. You know that it turns my penis up. Oh, I'm sorry. You know it. Tu- you know I turn my penis up at that. <laughs> oh God. Please, no pie. You know I turn my penis up at that. It's terrible. All right, last one. Uh, the seven what habits of... catnip pie? It could be. Cat? And I don't understand you, cat. I don't Not understand you, cat. why cats cat the Mad Libs. turn their penis up at things. Um, <laughs> the light bright peg. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Every once in a while, Tim gets at the light bright peg. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but uh, jo- uh, Pete, you're a cat owner. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, what was that again? What is uh, when cats get out the light bright peg. I've never heard oh. of that. I have cats. 
But sometimes Timby gets a he gets a little he he'll flip on his back and get a little boner. We call it the light <gasps> oh, right. Oh peg. no! Ooh, uh, yes. the girl Actually, cat. Uh, okay. Oh, oh. Don't don't see that with our guys. Wait, that happens to boy cats? Yeah. Oh my it, goodness. Yeah. No, seriously, I'm amazed now because you know we got boy dogs and they're fixed and that happens and it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every once in a while. It happens to cats too? Yeah, t- every once in a while, yeah. Timby, Timby's like, Excuse me while out. I whip this out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I never ever, I'm sorry to interrupt the show, but I never knew that happened to cats. I really learned yeah. something tonight. Yeah, Timby will oh, lay there on his, on his they back. They called and, it that. Well, wow. the light bright peg, because, you know, that's about the size of it. <laughs> anyway all right susan coined the term so all right let's go ahead and get back to the last mad lib here the seven habits of highly effective kittens that's the name of this one all kittens know they must be perfect these spermicides okay one, be as adorably gray as possible at all times. Timby does that. Um, two, uh, perfect, perfect that tiny, irresistible hamster. Your servants will come waxing in a kneecap beat. Heartbeat, kneecap beat. Okay. Uh, three, learn the ways of a gummy ninja. You can defenestrate anywhere. It's all about stealth. <laughs> defenestrate means throw yourself out a window to your death. Uh, four, you Don't must be... <laughs> four, you must be slippery whether you're facing down the neighbor's Russian bear or jumping off the kitchen dust. Five, you may be puce, but inside of you beats the heart of a badger. <laughs> Honor your heritage. Honor your heritage. Um, yeah, there you go. Six, uh, make use of those armadillo sharp claws. Climb the living room booze and the Christmas dentures with courage and confidence. Christmas dentures? All I want for Christmas is Christmas. <laughs> Christmas dentures. And when you sleep, like bed and green. Yeah. And when you when you sleep, curl up in the tiniest, fluffiest taint possible. It will make your servants tinkle. There you go, everybody. Ah, cat mad libs three in a row. Oh my goodness. All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up. P.S. Mueller has a wax ring he needs to attend to. So you know, I really do. Uh, you know, it's something that uh, we were just finishing up some sort of an unpleasant chore the other day. You know, and we 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 headed to opposite directions of the house, and I headed toward the back bathroom, and I noticed that the toilet was kind of running. And the flapper valve had stuck, and I stepped in there and went squish, squish, squish. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. water all over the floor, and I, I, I jiggled it, and the flapper valve <laughs> caught, and the toilet filled up and went quiet. And then we went downstairs, and I walked around the stairs, the basement, and went squish, squish, squish. Oh. And uh, then uh, I commenced calling plumbers, one of which promised to, to arrive today either in the morning or in the afternoon and 
promised he'd call to, to let us know specifically when, and we have not heard from him, and now we're going to do it ourselves. That bastard. Godspeed, my friend. So it's like Godspeed. we're both in a really bad mood. <laughs> well, understood, Pete, and that's why I want you to have your, your parting shot right now, and then you can just bail, and we'll wrap things up. Yeah, but as far as Al Franken goes... You know, uh, I probably would have waited long longer. I would have waited for the ethics thing to run its course. Because, boy, this is also a kind of a what about schmear thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, and Al would be you know, like a number one target in the Senate mm-hmm. uh, for the haters. Uh, because, well, for, to begin with, they don't much like the Jews. True. They don't much like the presidents. And... Uh, and uh, they they seem to like that Roy Moore, who is a walking monster. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They love yeah. their monsters in the 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 grand old pedophile party. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, last night I was at Lodge with my four other Lodge brothers, and we're all huggers. We all just automatically shake hands and then hug. Sure. Uh, many I'm the women, same way. Uh, Within our friendship circles, you know, I mean, we just all automatically hug. You know, um, I, here's my thing. I, I when I hug, one, I when I hug, I hug particularly lightly though because she's so skinny, it's kind of creepy. Well, you know, he, my thing is when I hug women who aren't my yeah. wife, um, I, I do uh, like in cat. You can probably attest to this. I do a very angle angled lean as not to press into one's breasts or anything like that i do yeah, a, it's like a, a touchless hug a, a yeah. lean well not not touchless uh, you know lean in pat on the back don't mash my body against somebody else's no, you know right um you know it, it, you know I, I i like to hug but i don't like to be gropey in my hugs, or, yeah. or if I put my arm around somebody, it's always around the shoulder. Again, unless it's my wife. That's why I have a wife. And sometimes she doesn't want me to put you know my hands in certain places, and I don't. Yeah, but, I don't uh, like anybody kissing me that I don't know very oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I don't I'm like not, that. I'm not a kisser. So. so Yeah. But, yeah. So. Uh, but, anyway. Yeah, on that note, though, yeah. I pass the goodbyes along to the others. All right. Good night, Pete. Good luck with the toilet. Um, and um, uh, keep us posted. I'll ring off. Good night. <laughs> All right. Nighty night. All right. So, uh, but, you know, uh, Kat, we'll, we'll give the parting shot to you. Am, am I right? I mean, I, again, I, hugging to me is like a handshake where it's like it's not some kind of long, drawn out, you know, thing it's like hey good to see you hug done you know <laughs> yeah it's it's you you know with, with friends it's like a one or two second thing and usually not much contact below the shoulders yep if it's somebody that you're more intimate with then it's going to be a tighter hug but yeah I mean, and it's, again, it's always a good idea with somebody that you haven't met before to ask before you do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, I mean, with the case of, of like you or Adam or like John and Pam or Deba, it's like you know, it, I I I felt like I knew all of you enough 
lean in, give a quick but, hug, get out, you know? But but, but, but you're right, you're that, right. That, With, yeah. That first time that we met, you did ask if I was comfortable with hugging. Yeah, I usually throw my arms out and like, hey, let's hug. You want to hug? You know? So, exactly. Yeah. There you go. I I forgot about that. But yeah, you're right. So, so anyway, my parting shot is if anybody gets a call from somebody identifying themselves as Natalia Veselnitskaya asking about your interest in Russian adoption, she's not really calling about Russian adoption. Oh, that, that, priceless, priceless. There you go. We, uh, I'm sorry. I gave you, give you the rim shot there. Uh, all right. Throw the full name in there just so that Rain could be impressed. Again. I, I'm impressed too. I think we're all impressed. I'm, so that's I'm good. seriously, I'm impressed. I can't remember all these names. It's just like Natalia like trying to memorize the Mad Libs we've done over the last six months. Oh dear God! Well, and, and <laughs> having taken a semester of Russian when I was in college, it helps to, oh. to with, with learning how to pronounce those words. There you go. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I didn't know that. All right. Duh. Well, I'll tell you what. We, we, we got to keep keep that wrapping things up here. So, Rain, what's your parting shot tonight? I have two parting shots. One, um, I would like to send Christmas cards to our Turn Up the Night family. Oh. So, please um, private message me your email address or your, your actual address. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I don't have it already. Um I'm sure we're, if we're not friends on Facebook, figure out a way to find me. You all know. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, I think that now that we know, this is a new parting shot. Now that we know that Cat took Russian, we need to get Cat just saying all of the Russian names in this entire Trump Russia thing. And I'll put them in the cart. Isolate, I'll put them in yeah, the audio cart. Yeah, just, just like going? I have, just, you know, Trump saying, God bless. <laughs> The United States. Yeah. Just like that. I, I would love that. Be like, Nita, no, let's go to Cat. Boom. Car. See? There you go. I like it. I like it. Oh, and I want to say, by the way, uh, Tim Coramal, awesome Christmas card. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas card. I said I thank know. you in the chat room. They that was the coolest Christmas card we've gotten, and uh, we're a little. uh, We don't usually send ours out until a little bit later, but uh, they're coming. They're coming, folks. Um, But anyway, Rain, anything else uh, uh, before we? No, that's it. Just give me your addresses if we don't have them already, because I I love sending out Christmas cards. I design them every year, and um, some years they're better than others, but. It, it's just it's kind of like a little mini christmas present to everybody sure so give me there your you addresses go. do it do That's it my folks. parting shot yeah uh, uh contact rain on uh on the facebook or the twitter at rain the VK. What, what's your uh twitter handle at rain i'm rain 1967 on twitter there and because go. it's your address just you know, do it privately. Well, yeah, yeah. Do a PM for sure. Uh, all right, so. Mr. Santorsa, you get the final parting shot tonight. Well, um, let's see. I'm reading a book that's a bestseller right now, and I think everybody should read it. It's called Collusion by Luke Harding. 
Nice. And it's about secret meetings, dirty money, and how Russia helped Donald Trump win. Ooh. And uh, it's a great book. Uh, it's about the Steele dossier. And it goes into how it was put together and uh, uh, all the things that uh, that went into it. And uh, I think you'd really enjoy it. And uh, if you haven't gotten it, give it to yourself for Christmas. There you go. Treat yourself. Yes, it comes in Kindle. Nine ninety nine. Nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. And if you can't afford that, you know who you know who you're gonna blame, right? Blame yourself. You, blame yeah. Yourself. So yeah. <laughs> only stupid people can't afford that. Stupid people are ruining America. Yes. Yes. Blitz. All right. Haven't played those in a while. Of course, I don't have any facts to back this up. But. I don't have facts to back this up. Wow. Um, anyway. All right. Anything else, Joe? Uh, no. I'll, well, uh, I, I do understand that Blake Farenthold's Dr. Denton's will be featured in the Smithsonian next year. Oh, God. Uh. With or without his sexual harassment claims. That'll be pinned to the Dr. Denton back you sure door. it's going to be pinned? On the back door. <laughs> all right, all right. We need a, we need a God damn it for that. God damn it! Mm. All right, here we go. We're going to wrap things up right now. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show tonight. Thank you, Janet, for filling in uh, in hour one. Thank you, Kat, for uh, coming on reverse calling and sticking around for the, the, the final portion of the program. And uh, thank you, everybody in the chat room. Stick around for the night show because I'm gonna I'm gonna do some uh, Christmas rock and roll, interspersed with other rock and roll tonight. Uh, so get your requests in, and um, you know, of course, on the night show tab over at Indie Media Weekly. Also, next Tuesday looks like I don't know. Francie might have forced my hand. To uh to do another show where we uh, um break down uh, you know get a panel of, of women on the program and uh, figure out where we go from here after Al Frank and and everything um I don't know and 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 I don't think the high ground is a waste of time I think we we all should take the high ground because Michelle Obama told us to and if we don't listen to her then we're a bunch of buttholes. Um, <laughs> that's that's pretty profound, that's exactly Ken. What she said. Good job, Ken. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you don't listen to Michelle Obama, you're a butthole. That's it. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> God bless the United States. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth.